Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, the boom, shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this, my friends, is very much a catch-up throwdown Thursday. We got all kinds of shenanigans to get to, although it might be a little bit more condensed tonight. than, And I shouldn't jinx it. Anytime I say that, it turns into some epic misadventure of fail. But <laughs> realistically, after having dealt with a storm and some basement flooding and looking at another storm coming tomorrow night, and I got a sick wife and kids have been sick, it's been a hell of a week. <laughs> I just wanted to catch up, man, have some beers, have some drinks, have some laughs, and just pound out at least a mini brew. So let's not waste any time, man. First and foremost, let's get him up, up, up in this piece. That's right. The one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator MacGuffin. And uh, by the way, by the way, have you recovered from the fourth down play of fail yet? In that cold set. By the way, uh, thanks for helping the Texans make the playoffs, man. That was very, very generous of you. Yeah, I, I like actually really <laughs> like D'Amico Ryan, so I'm actually not very salty about that at all. Oh, well, that's good. Um, I've watched that replay a number of times, and honestly, it was it was a good call. I just would have liked to see maybe Taylor out there as a decoy. Or maybe in the game. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, like well, Goodson, I mean, that was his sixth career game. And to put him, he had, I think I'd heard he had never converted a third or fourth down in his career. What? Oh, that's wild. Well, and to have him out there in that moment, it's tough. It's tough. I, it, it was the right call, but boy, that's a tough one. Yeah, well, I mean, that's one of those things that when the play doesn't work, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. just felt in the moment that they had some momentum and they just should have gone. Right, mm -hmm. um, the timeout breaking that up, and then it, 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 I mean it's tough because the play doesn't work out, and so you get all the criticism. But people, you know, you're looking at Twitter or excuse me, X.com, you know, you're looking at social media, and you know, people are just like, oh my god, flipping out because it's like, why wasn't Taylor out there? Why do you have this guy out there? What are you doing? But it, it, it was a bad throw from Minshew. Yes, and it was there for yes. the taking. It was it was a curious. Uh, sequence of events there um and i don't know sometimes you know this is gonna sound weird but i think occasionally people uh get out over their skis a little bit overthinking it you know mm -hmm. what i mean and i feel yeah. like i feel like that's kind of what that was yeah you it, know it, it made me think of like two infamous pete carroll plays and this was before mm. he he got das boot and it made me think of the texas usc game on that fourth down where he took reggie bush out of the game on the fourth down mm -hmm. so texas could key in on lindale white and and then it the other aspect of it is if you wanted to go run at the goal line against the patriots you yeah. know like yeah it just yeah. it was a little bit of a mix of both of those and like Taylor had a buck 80, I think on the ground or something like yeah. crazy like that. It's like, it's been working all game long. Why are we, you know, and I get it. it the play call watching the replay a number of times. It right. was there. Minshew's <laughs> got to make that throw. You're a professional quarterback. Dude. I know, man. It, it was there. I mean, that at the end of the day, that throw was there. We can question the play. You can question the moment, but that play was there for them to make. The players did not make it. And so no. that that invites the criticism. You do feel bad for that, you know, the running back that that butterball that, that couldn't bring it in. Goodson, that, yeah, you, you know Goodson. I mean, I thought I saw some tweet that was like he was just going to go talk to his parents because you know, like he knows they still love him or whatever. Like it's, I don't know if that was like a, a, a spoof thing or what, but I was like, oh, no, that, it was it was for real. I was like, like he, oh, he, 
That you know, that, that tough man. That dude was crushed. Yeah, that dude it, was it, crushed. It was there for the take. I mean, yeah. the crazy part is, is they would have hosted Cleveland, which and is also bananas. Oh, what, oh, which would have been the rematch from that freaking crazy game where they screwed over the Colts in the season. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Harbaugh back in the day was it with the Colts that he threw that wild hail mary? Oh yeah, against Pittsburgh. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, almost, right. Yeah, a captain yeah. comeback. So yeah. I, I like the fact that in that Michigan-Washington championship game, he he felt so bad for the Colts, he did a fourth down dedication. You know, thinking, <laughs> and they also blew it. <laughs> Noticed that a couple times this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was just wild. But, it was. No, yeah, I mean, the, the Texan story is great. I mean, I'm, I'm certainly, you know, happy for D'Amico Ryans. I mean, what – you know that team and CJ Stroud, what they accomplished this year is really commendable because um, mm-hmm. it it's a stunning turnaround, and you know the kind of the rise and the fall of Deshaun Watson and the disaster that was for them. Yeah. There's a certain piece where you go, "Oh my God, what a turnaround!" And, and it's unbelievable to go from what that situation turned into mm-hmm. to being that awful, right? And then you go, oh, my God, look at this quarterback that we found, right, that was there. I mean, Carolina could have taken him. I mean, it just all kinds of stuff could have played out differently. Mm -hmm. Lovey Smith could have done something differently the other – you know what I'm saying? Like, all kinds of things could have just gone differently than that. And as brutal as everything was the past couple of years, if you're a Texans fan – They nailed that draft. You got to feel pretty good – yeah. about where they're at and the direction they're going. And there's a lot of change in the NFL, which there always is after any given offseason. But this particular offseason feels especially wild. But I tell you what, before we get too far into this, we need to get everybody else up. In, well, actually, it's just it's just Randy. But we got to get Randy up in this piece. Yes, so let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, we're going to go back to 7 Dust Black, bro. Oh, giggity guiles. Woo, man. Are you ready for the bye week? <laughs> but, um, well, I feel like the bye week couldn't have come at a better time, really. Um, seems like we're getting some of the guys back healthy yeah. in the defense, which is absolutely needed. Uh, clearly, um, missing Eric Armstead really kind of shown in the, the run defense a lot. Yeah, That dude seems to really eat up a lot of the blocks and free up the linebackers and really makes a lot of plays, gets the occasional sack, so... Clearly getting him back is huge. Getting some of our safeties back is going to be the multiple safeties that we have injured. Um, getting them back into practice is good as well. Just because obviously they're not Hufanga, but, but. They, but they're not playing bad. They're not playing horrible. So I got to tell you, it was really weird. And, and the, the final week of the NFL season is always bizarre because you get strange matchups. I mean, we had Carson Wentz right against Sam Darnold. And of course, in classic get your popcorn, yeah, in, in, in classic <laughs> Sam Darnold fashion, he's running around and fumbles late in that game. I was just like, this guy. I don't know what his fumble rate is, but it's got to be awful. Oh man, I wasn't expecting much out of that game. To be perfectly honest, no, I mean, was, no. I, I mean, the fact that we had some starters in is one thing. Obviously, I knew Purdy was going to rest, and obviously cmc needs the rest considering you know the cap right. injury well they, they they're operating big picture view and yes. you know we talked about this the other week 
before the disastrous because I I think the last time we recorded was before the Ravens 49ers game. Yeah. Um, but you were obviously going, hey, you know, we can drop a game. We got this locked up. We're in a good spot. And you ended up being right, you know. Um, I don't think we anticipated that 49ers-Ravens game going that way, mm. um, although that obviously did settle the NFL MVP, you know, whatever the, the conversation was with Purdy, that game, fair or not, and some of those interceptions weren't explicitly his fault, but fair or not, that pretty much eliminated Purdy out of the M- MVP conversation, and I would say likely cemented Lamar Jackson, um, although I think there's still room for you know, McCaffrey, it depends on how the voters want to handle that. But anywho, that, that was a tough one. Uh, would have been curious to have a conversation with you on the podcast after that game. But yeah, I mean, they, they need some time to get it right. And obviously with the, like the stingers and the other things that Brock Purdy has had, you know, rest up, get ready because they're going to, they're going to, they got some lumber to lift in the playoffs and, you know, to be fresh and physical will be important. But, you know, every every year with the playoffs, it's always this rest versus rust kind of dilemma. I'm curious how it pans out for Baltimore. I'm curious how it shakes out for San Francisco, obviously. You know, but really the last week of the season, it felt like half the league was treating it as a bye week anyway. Eagles should have done that, clearly. I mean, but they didn't. Well, they they effectively did. I mean, <laughs> I can't. First, I can't believe Mark is not here to gloat or something about the way the Giants, the New York freaking football Giants, uh, debacled the Eagles. I mean, what a terrible, what a terrible game for Philly, man. I, I think at oh some point gosh. in the second quarter, that was twenty four to donut. It was awful. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) Jalen Hurts, you know, looked like he had Booger McFarlane's hand at one point with his finger all bent all over the place. Uh, AJ AJ Brown. He's flipping people off on the sideline. He's just holding his hand, flicking everybody's number one. Check out my busted up hand. Uh, And that was a a terrible game for Philly. Terrible game. And and the last last month-ish, or I guess really six weeks for Philadelphia has been largely a dumpster fire. My God. Randy, I don't don't know that you're going to get a Philly revenge game. (laughs) No. No, I I don't think so. Well, it's it's interesting because one of my coworkers, they're Bucks fans, and I'm like, you couldn't have picked a better time to face the Eagles. Right? They're in shambles. They're not getting a chance to really rest up. They're really banged up pretty i mean the mm-hmm. fact that Devonte smith and aj brown are both pretty much limping into the playoffs and yeah. then you have the busted up hand for yeah for hurts and just that team morale you could tell they're just defeated i mean <clears throat> clearly matt patricia as the dc was the move philly needed <laughs> well that, i mean again <laughs> we've talked about this they missed those two coordinators yes. this, uh, this team feels like you know, whether it's Super Bowl hangover, however you want to argue it, they maybe we gave them too much credit earlier in the year. Like we kept waiting for them to turn it on and they kept kind of squeaking out wins. Right. But at some point you have the regression of the mean and you have these other issues. They they never really righted the ship. We kept kind of waiting for them to right the ship. And, you know, when they when they managed to beat Dallas that one time, I, I, I kind of felt like, OK, they're going to get this together. But how many weeks did we did we record where we're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, Philly will figure it out. Philly will figure it out. Dude, I don't think Philly figures it out, man. <laughs> well, I mean, think about no, the game. They, they I mean, maybe maybe they win a game. Maybe. But 
Tampa Bay is. I mean, I guess they. I guess at least being on the road means their own fans can't boo them. So maybe there's an advantage <laughs> to that. <laughs> maybe, right? I mean, they, they bang bang bird gang. They're banged up bird gang is what they are. Um, but Tampa Bay, like, look, man, you know Bowles is gonna is gonna bring the blitz, and there are certain things that Philly struggles with. And Randy, your coworker, first of all, I'm amazed there's a Bucks fan somewhere around here. No, I'm just kidding. But your coworker might end up feeling pretty good. Like if Baker Mayfield has a good game, right? They have they have enough weapons in Tampa Bay. You know, if, particularly if Bowles can dial up that defense and blitz him and they get aggressive, if Philly just has not done enough, I, I I would not feel good going into this game. Is it probably a better matchup for them than some of the other ones? Sure. But Philly is such a complete mess at the moment. I don't think – if you're a Philly fan, I don't think you can be happy with what they're doing. I, it doesn't matter that you're going to play Tampa Bay, you know. Well, I mean, think about it. They were 10-1. and one. They had, what, two or three-game lead on Dallas? Mm-hmm. Yep, and then there, there they, they, you know, they met the 49ers, Niners whooped their ass, then Dallas whooped their ass. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> well, well, I'm saying, but it was like it felt there it like, is. <laughs> but it, it felt like once the Niners kind of just stomped them, that's kind of like you, the time when they just started kind of falling down even further. And then Dallas comes in, handles their business, and next thing you know, you're going, okay, this is kind of strange, and then just another loss. Yeah. And, well, the right. mystique was at that point. You know, all the mystique or whatever is it was gone. Do you remember the stat from last year, Randy? That whenever San Francisco played a team, they lost the next week, even if they beat San Francisco. Do you remember yeah. that from last season? It, it was it was a weird thing, but yeah, the the play in San Fran usually didn't bode well for that team the following right. week. It, I mean, it, it was, was a, it not, was a fluke. Memory serves me correctly, it was like eighteen teams were zero and eighteen, like or something like that and after playing. It was pretty gross. Week. Yeah, it was pretty crazy, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, I know San Fran's had a couple of of stinkers, but Billy ain't going to challenge them, and. Uh-uh. We know how Dallas has fared the last few years against them in the playoffs. So, well, I mean, you can't trust you can't trust Dallas. If you get the best of the Cowboys, they can run with anybody, but you don't know that that's going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, they Dallas. I mean, and this is a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. Don't you feel like they have to make the NFC Championship game as the two seed? Yes, like for this to be a quote unquote successful season. Yes. Yes, and I, I and I'm biased, but and I expect Dallas to win, reasonably, right? If if, if I'm being objective, they have a, a ridiculous home winning streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play much better at home. You know, they've been through. They've had some tough playoff losses. They've been through some of these things, but I, I, there's, <laughs> I just don't trust them. I don't and either. you know, Jordan Love and and Green Bay are a bit of a hot hand right now. And that's a dangerous matchup for Dallas. Aaron Jones has three consecutive games of 100 yards. I think. Run the ball, control the clock. If memory serves, Aaron Jones historically has been a cowboy killer. And I want to say he's from, in my head, I'm I'm thinking he's from El Paso, but I might be wrong about that. But he's from Texas. Hmm. Okay. He, that's, yeah, that's his home state. And he historically has balled out against Dallas. He's had yeah. some he's had some monster games against them. So 
and look, there's a lot of super compelling storylines in the playoffs. Uh, we have, you know, the Cleveland, <laughs> Joe Flacco, the Sex Panther, resurrected with Cleveland. That's fascinating. Um, you have CJ. I mean, that that's just incredible by itself, given all the quarterback turmoil they had. <laughs> you you get Stafford and Goff. I mean, Lions and Rams is, I mean, that's unbelievable. To get your first home playoff game in 30-some years. And you you end up drawing your ex quarterback that you traded for your cor- current quarterback. And you know, what I mean, that's un it's impossible, right? <laughs> it's impossible, <laughs> dude. Unpossible. You have Tyreek Hill going, you know, burning his house down and going going back to Kansas City, wishing he could bring some of that heat with him. Right. Uh, I mean, seriously, dude. You know, you you get. I mean, there's there's just all sorts of compelling storylines, but you know, Mike McCarthy. And the Green Bay Packers, right? I mean, how yeah. how sweet for anybody that dealt or remembers uh, Mike McCarthy as a head coach. It's, you know, I'm not trying to hate on the dude, but that guy under it, you know, that team underachieved with him pretty yeah. pretty consistently. Um, and, you know, there's a part of me that's just like, how sweet would it be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, if they went and they knocked his ass out, right? By the way, and then he got Das Boot because I mean they're firing everybody. Uh, or, yep. or, or 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Uh, mutually parting ways. <laughs> mutually parting ways. Look, I, although yes. I got I got to tell you, there's been a lot of really graceful. Ron Rivera got a golden parachute graceful exit. Um, build at, up, at, yeah. Which and we'll talk we'll we'll talk a little bit more about some of the stuff. But Pete Carroll got a a graceful push out the door. You know, relatively speaking, oh, if you can stay with you know, stay with the organization, um, Belichick obviously, you know, they had the press conference. I mean, there doesn't. I think Belichick is enough of a football lifer that he knows this is just it's it's business, um, and we all kind of knew it was coming. It's still weird, um, but you've had some relatively graceful exits, and you've had some weird ones. Vrabel getting Das Boot is still bizarro to me. Uh, Arthur Smith, or, oh man, that's a tough exit. You, J, J, famous Jameis Winston and the victory formation run <laughs> and near football <laughs> fisticuffs at, at that one going after old Dennis Allen. Uh, that was disastrous. I tell you, man, if 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 um, Smith had been fiery like that, uh, a little bit more Ar- Arthur Smith, if he'd be a little uh, more fiery like that during his coaching tenure, man, maybe he'd still be there. I don't know. Um, but it's just yep. there's a lot of stuff going on and it's wild. But again, I I would take as somebody that was disappointed by a, a fair amount of the <laughs> last run of McCarthy in Green Bay. <laughs> I can get I would there would be such sweet satisfaction if they go down there and they and they knock Dallas out. Again, I'm biased, um, and Dallas should win, right? Should, but Jordan loves hot hand, man. If memory serves, over the last eight games, uh, and by the way, suck at Chicago. Over the last eight games, Jordan Love, I want to say, has eighteen touchdowns and one pick. Six and the Packers are six and two, and I believe he either has. I don't know if it was the second most touchdown passes. He had the the second most touchdown passes in the league this season to Dak. Yeah, I mean it's thirty-two. It's you know, I mean, woo. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Like, you never would have thought it. And then all of a sudden, um, whatever name Matt likes to use for the GM, I mean, now the GM's looking like, oh. Well, you're talking a longer run, and they're a draft and development organization. That's what they do. Yeah. You're taking a longer run thing versus in the moment – you know, had they had the expended some resources, they wait on offense the way they did as they turned the page from Aaron Rodgers. Had they expended some of these resources drafting offensive pieces, the last few years of Rodgers' tenure there arguably would have been better. Correct. So Rodgers wasn't wrong with his frustration, right? He wasn't. But they took a longer run view. And at this point you can look back and say, you know, they had to make a decision. Were they focusing on Rogers or were they focusing on, you know, managing what the team was and then building for what was next. And in the moment it felt like the wrong choice at this point though, particularly if love pans out, it's too early to really know, but it's a good year. Had some rough moments. But if he ends up being legitimately good and it's sustained and he's consistently good, then you clearly say it was hard to do. You had to sacrifice a little bit of the here and now, which is what they did. Oh, yeah. To get to where they're at. And they've done a a commendable job. I actually have, let's see, I might be a note on my phone. Where's my phone at? There it is. I had it on the charger. I was listening to Good Morning Football. I I forget who mentioned Schrager, maybe. But. Here you go. So the Packers have, this is crazy to me. The Packers have 15 players born in 2000 or 2001. They're the youngest team ever, ever to make the playoffs. Their median age is 25. That, that's a good future right there. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a strong youth movement. And they've, they've, got, a, they've got a lot of of at least what feels like good wide receivers. Yes. I don't know that they have anybody that's great, but it feels like they've got a lot of depth and breadth, you know what I mean, on that in that wide receiving core. So, And I'm hoping Watson is back and healthy because he's dangerous as hell. But I, they, they, they made a decision to essentially have a – we still have a – we're still a competitive team, but we're going to kind of rebuild and get ourselves set for the next chapter post Rogers. I mean, obviously, you know, tension in the organization, LaFleur, Rogers, Gutekunst was there. And I don't wish Rogers any ill will. Um, Jimmy Kimmel might, but I don't. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, you know, you have to. You, it's it you can't you can't evaluate all these things in a vacuum, right? You have to see how it plays out. And that that's just what happens with an organization. And you know, again, they're a draft and develop organization. It's what they do and it's what they did. And this year was about Jordan Love cutting his teeth, and it was about Matt LaFleur showing that, you know, he could coach without Rodgers and that his efforts and that team could develop love and they would have success. So, again, it's too early to know definitively because you're going to need additional seasons and consistency. But over the course of the season, you can see the evolution of Rodgers and some of these young players, excuse me, love and some of these young players and the floor's ability to lead the team. And you have to feel pretty good. 
even if they go down and, and you know they can't get a win against the Cowboys, if they play a competitive game and it you know you have to feel good about the direction that they're headed. You know, if you're a Texans fan, you feel good. If you're um, a Packers fan, you feel good. If you're a Bears fan, you're miserable because you don't know what the hell they're going to do with Justin Fields. Oh, and I gotta say, man, believe me, I, I'm glad that the Bears sucked. Right? I don't think <laughs> I don't think I don't think Love has ever lost to. I mean, Rodgers owned the Bears, and it feels like Love has owned the Bears. I don't. I don't, you know Matt Matt and I were laughing about this. I, I can't remember. Um, it's been long enough. I'd have to. We'd have to go back and like look at stuff. But you know, I guess with Favre, at least you had the you had Urlacher. Right, so the Bears probably won a little bit more in that one, you know, maybe. But oh my God, Justin Fields had an opportunity to put a stamp on his future as a quarterback in Chicago, and he did not do it in that game. Nope, did, did, <laughs> he did not. He did not. So I'm kind of curious. I mean, they fired the OC, they fired some of the staff. They're keeping Eberflus. Would Would you trade the one, or would you take Marvin Harris? What would you do, Shannon? Randy, what what would y'all if you're the Bears, what do you do? I'm I'm gonna trade Justin Fields to Atlanta and I'm gonna take Caleb Williams. Or okay. I'm gonna try to see if the three or four in the draft would like Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try to get Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. Whew. Now I thought I read that uh Marvin Harrison Jr. has a connection with DJ Moore. Uh, I, I'm, I would imagine so. Um, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. in this draft is probably about as sure of a thing as we've probably seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. That's why it would be hard for me to pass on him. I mean, yes, I'm a Colts fan from back in the day. Not so. hard to pass to him, but hard to pass on him. Correct. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, just because he balled out like every game, like, it didn't matter who the quarterback was last year or this year. Like hmm. he, he, if he doesn't get injured last year against Georgia, I think they beat Georgia because mm-hmm. he was he he was just killing them until yeah. he had that uh, injury. Well, I mean, you got but, you got you got a hell of a pedigree, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, it, it, it's. Can we just if appreciate I, the fact we're to, we're to the point now we're seeing juniors like of players that we watched as kids? Yeah, you know it, it's weird. It, it's it, so weird. It feels different with football. Like I almost feel like you expect it with baseball, sort yeah. of. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Randy, it's it's bananas. It's it, it's bananas, man. All Holy these tomato. players we grew up loving as kids, and now that they're retired, and now their kids are getting ready to start their NFL journeys, or at least get through the point in their college careers where they're going to be more prominent. It, it's it's nuts. Oh, just wait until you know Tyreek Hill Jr. through the twelfth rolls up in the league. Oh God! In a few years, <laughs> or or the Philip Rivers squad shows up. I mean, who knows, right? <laughs> Or Team Crow or Nick Cannon's, yeah, know, yeah, like Nick 20th Cannon. kid. Dude, oh, you know, in, uh, look, in, in, in a few years when the NFL is ready to expand and add some additional franchises, in between Team Cannon, <laughs> you know, Nick, the Nick Cannon squad, the Tyreek <laughs> Hill crew, <laughs> Philip Rivers, all the, uh, all the Crow Martys. The Cromarty clan, yeah. <laughs> the Cromarty clan. That sounds like a TLC show. <laughs> 
I'm sure someone's already cooking it up. Right? <laughs> oh, man. Pro Marty claim. Yeah. Oh, that's but, wild. I don't know. Shannon, I kind but, of agree with you that I think the Bears are going to try to deal that, that pick just so they can at least assure, you know, one or the other or both. So that you um, think they'll trade the pick, but like there has to be a limit because they have what the nine, like they're the nine. I don't have the I, draft board in front of me, but it, I will say they're this, not getting if, they're not getting Harrison Jr. at nine. He will he will not be there. No, no, he he will be gone by pick three. So my my thing to them would be see what New England or who's who's got the four, Randy. It, it's New England. It's it's. Is it Arizona? Arizona, yes. Arizona would take Harrison. Arizona, so, yeah, um, if Harrison is there, Arizona will take him. So, I mean, right? Chicago, Wouldn't they? They'd have to. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you I, I don't lot, know. You man. get a lot for the fir- first pick, so you could easily, as long as you know number two. Unless teams gonna... are scared of doing what Carolina did. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's some there's some lessons in that pain in Carolina. And by the way, David Tepper, can you not throw drinks on people, bro? You billionaire on, asshole! Man. Come on, man. What the hell, dude? I mean, yeah. we're so less than a month away from Christmas. Don't be a cunt. <laughs> Non-apology, apology, man. Oh my god! The word of the day is professionalism. <laughs> no, not for him. Apparently not. Dear Panthers fans, oh, I was picking up. There was some point over the, over the break, and I had some promo Chick Fil A cards to use, and they were going to expire. So, like, I, you know, stopped in and I picked, got a couple of eight packs of nuggets up or whatever for the kids. One for me, but for the kids. Uh, and there was a dude in a Panthers hat, and I was just like, "Oh man, respect to you for wearing the Panthers gear. It's a rough season, man." <laughs> he was just a fan of the Sex Panther. <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> Could have been, but you know, I'd, I'd be curious. All kidding aside, I'd be kind of curious if some teams might be hesitant to pay the expected ransom to move to the one. You know what I mean? Unless they absolutely love May or Williams or whoever, because you know, for Washington, I, I see all these people speculating about. Oh yeah, Chicago can fleece Washington. Why, dude? You're two. Why would mm-hmm. why would you pay a second and a third and next year's one? Why? First of all, you don't have a GM yet. You don't have a head coach yet. We're we're a, a ways off from April. Chill out, y'all. Uh, by the way, Randy, I want to thank you in advance for us uh, hiring away people from the 49ers organization. Thank you. Uh, we'll send a thank you note for that. I mean, technically, the 49ers did get a you know, Shanahan from Washington. Yeah, 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 yeah. Through yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Well, now that there's less hate, now that Snodder's gone, you know, Shanahan doesn't have the same hate motivation as he used to. <laughs> um, True. Which is, I mean, you can't. I mean, uh, I had no grievance with him hating on Dan Snyder, right? None. It's still unbelievable the coaching staff they had back. It's just. Oh, un- my God. It's, it's still unreal to They think. have it on TV almost I know. weekly. I like, know. It's That it's, coaching staff is insane to me it's, and the fact that they didn't go to a super bowl or it it's amazing well it was dan snyder i yeah. get it, it but it's still. still it's still well you know that's one of those things that it had rg3 stayed healthy you know um there's a lot of things that could have played out differently 
for sure. But they they did a lot. It was a meteoric rise and an absolute Dan Snyder, you know, disaster buckets over, you know, tyrannical villainous owner interference um, screwing that up. So it fell apart in, in a spectacularly awful fashion, which is very fitting for anything that Snyder was involved with. You know, hey, but look, he got his cheerleader calendar out of it, right? I mean, you know, yeah. go Dan. Um, go sink your yacht somewhere off of several lawsuits. Yeah, fucking cunt. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, but I do, I, I do want to thank David, David Tepper for uh, obviously going like Dan Snyder. You're out of here. That's fun, man. I got, all, I got bad odor covered. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, who, who in their right mind? Look, I know it's one of thirty-two. Like, I get that, but who in their right mind is going to be like, you know what? I can't wait to do is to is to be the head coach in Carolina with that owner. Not right now. Not right now. I mean, there's a lot of positions that are open, a ton, and there are some very attractive positions that are open. You know, I, I mean, I it, look again. It's one of thirty-two. Somebody's gonna take that job, but that is a tough, tough situation, man. Walking into that, but you, you can't be throwing drinks on people. You can't. <laughs> as a as a billionaire owner, you cannot be dropping drinks. You you can't go a la Brittany Mahomes, although hers was at least celebratory. <laughs> you know what I mean when she sprayed people with champagne. At least that was celebratory. Yo, dumbass, the temper tantrum. You can't be throwing drinks at people, man. Come yeah, on, you can't dude. be you can't be throwing the scooter cooter at people. No, man. no, no. Yeah, David Tepper up there, absolutely dropping scooter cooter shots up on some peeps. <laughs> By the way, happy anniversary, Lindy. Yes. <laughs> Happy anniversary, bro. Glad you're going to be in Farmville. Maybe we can catch up and roast Whitfield in person. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm actually not. Uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. No. no. And, and Shannon, that, and uh, I did screenshot uh, because I, the thread's going to get away from us. I don't know when we'll catch up with Lindy, but we obviously have to raise a glass to, you know, Bill Belichick, the end of that tenure in New England. Um, so, you know, at some point, postseason or whatever uh, not playoffs but po once the season has concluded postseason i'm sure we'll have an opportunity to catch up and hang out with lindy and, and chit chat about some stuff we're um, on to the off season what? yeah yeah once we're on to the off season um <laughs> and we can totally break out the uh scooter cooter shots but yeah that's yeah yeah david tepper seems like he'd be a scooter cooter for sure <laughs> prick <laughs> But anyway, thank you for taking the mantle of worst owner, because that it, I mean it, it. You know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, we got the new Dan Snyder," and I mean, you know what? You can be brash, you can be brilliant, but what you did outside of football doesn't necessarily work inside of football, man. You might have made the money to buy the team. You might. There's a lot of stuff, but you know, that's a tough one. Not an attractive job, so. A little desperation, maybe, and then somebody thinking, "Well, I could be a head coach, and if I only last a year, at least I'll get a big fat paycheck out of it." No I hear point. rich co-tights available. Oh God, that! Dude. Oh, for fuck's sake! Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. From one douchebag to another. Let's go. Let's go. All right. Rich right? co-tight. Yeah, buddy. Um. Anyway, that all crazy. 
All right, where do we want to go? Where do we want to go? What do you think? Who wants to flip the topic coin? What are we doing? <laughs> do you want to go with the three coaches now, or do you want to go like quick CFP and then? Well, you know, we can raise a glass. We might, I tell you, what, let's raise a glass to Michigan. Harbaugh did a hell of a job. That team did a hell of a job. I know that there's a little bit of scandal surrounding them. Um, that was a lot of bully ball, right? But it felt very on the nose, very true to form for Michigan um, to handle it that way. I'm disappointed for Penix. He did not have a, I don't know, he was off. Um, some of that is obviously a credit to Michigan's defense. Um, I had the game on. I was running around. I, I, there was a lot of stuff going on for me that night. So I was kind of watching the game and then doing other stuff and helping my mom doing this, doing that. But every time I watched it, I was just like, you know, I, I know the score's not that bad, but it just feels like there's no way in hell that Washington was winning that game. Yeah. Like like they were a play away from being a play away, but they could never get the first play to get to the next one. Like You know what I mean? Like it's just they had opportunities. Penix wasn't as good. The offensive line didn't hold up as well. Uh, they couldn't run the ball for squat. And I, and I know the dude was banged up. Um, but it just felt like Michigan just bully balled them, controlled the game line of scrimmage uh, you know it just it just felt like that was Michigan's game and they took it and um you know I, I think it, it was 17 to 3 pretty quick other than I, I didn't like that fourth down call I kind of felt in that moment I forget how much time was left seven minutes in the second quarter maybe something like that it was an oh incredible. the fourth down where the guy yeah yeah literally, yeah if he had thrown it on him they would have been a first down. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it just, I don't know. That was one of those, you're you are kind of killing them. Just punt them, pin them deep. You know, right. it, it, it felt like that moment gave Washington a little bit of life. Um, and they closed the gap. But, I mean, it just, it I don't know. It never felt like Washington was really threatening to them. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, I know the score was reasonably close when it was 17 to 10. But it didn't feel close. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just it just didn't. And obviously, Michigan really stuck it to them late and, and kind of just ran away from it. Makes the score look uh, a lot more lopsided. But it just, you know, again, kudos to Harbaugh. Kudos to Michigan. Uh, Lord knows Rich Eisen was mighty happy. Um, and I'm glad that, that Jim Harbaugh can now sit at the big person's table and his family. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> that was funny, by the way. That was that was great. You know, he had he said uh, quote my dad Jack Har Harbaugh won a national championship and my brother won a Super Bowl, so it's good to be at the big person table from now on. <laughs> uh, that was pretty fantastic. That was pretty fantastic, but you know, I just I just never felt like and I'm disappointed, man. I really look as I was saying when we made our picks. You know, Michigan was going to win that. I, tr I I did the I did the the you know anti, I did the revert the curse reversal. <laughs> I did that. I did that to help Michigan out. But you know, all kidding aside, it would have been it would have been incredible as the Pac-12 goes out right mm -hmm. to 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 win to win the whole thing. That would have been an incredible story. But it, it just it just wasn't there, and. You know, that game again, I mean, look, overall, the two semifinals were super entertaining, although they had some weird moments. 
that last unfortunate, you know, situation <laughs> with Alabama and Michigan into that one was a little bit hairy uh, and disastrous at the very end with Milrow and, and uh, Alabama's offense. But, you know, Texas and Washington was entertaining. I mean, the semifinal games were dramatic. You know, they were dramatic, and and Michigan had a couple of moments. <laughs> what was it, a punt return where the guy, like, muffed it? You're like, oh, my God, dude, what are you doing? I mean, yeah, just... can we not field punts within the 10-yard <laughs> line? Don't, don't like, do what it, are bro. What are we doing? Don't, what, what are, are we, we doing? doing? Don't do it. Um, you know, it, it just it just bananas. But the, the championship game was, I don't know, like, it, it didn't live up to the semifinals. I don't know. I would say I think Georgia probably was the the team that got left out that would have done the most damage. You know? Um yeah. and I'm not saying that because they they beat the brakes off of a, you know, mail it in FSU crew with a bajillion people going to the transfer portal. Way to uh way to make sure that social media was proven right, I suppose, FSU. Uh, we know you got hosed, but come on. Um, and Kirby Smart. And, and they get hit with sanctions today, too. <laughs> yeah, double bonus. Have fun trying to buy your way out of the ACC. Uh, although, isn't, uh, don't a lot of people think, uh, is it Novell? Don't a lot of people think he's in the mix for the, uh, for taking over for Saban in Alabama? Is it Norvell? The head coach? Yeah, Norvell. Mike yeah, Norvell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Potential is there, sure. Um, it's not, the last two names I, I saw I, that I a lot of people were after were the Washington coach and FSU's coach. Yeah, I, I mean, Oregon, Dan Lanning, is, he's got the Nike money, so there's really no reason for him to leave. No. His family loves well, the area. All the money they're saving now with, with not having to pay Tiger Woods anymore, man, they can redirect it to Oregon, bro. Right, right. <laughs> after 27 years, Nike and Tiger Woods are no more. It's crazy. Like, it's yeah. just... It's just week has just been crazy but yeah dan lanning he's good at oregon uh dabo is not really adapting to the no no to the nils no. into the uh, transfer portal I, so and i don't I, know I, why on earth would kirby smart leave georgia he won't i mean he i shouldn't no he shouldn't first of all i mean you don't want to be the guy that follows the guy and that you know saban whether you like him or not it's largely irrelevant what he did over the past, is it 17 years? What he did over his time, I mean, and he wanted LSU too. You know, don't yes. don't forget that, y'all. Uh, he wanted he wanted Chip at LSU, man. Uh, just because his time in the NFL was a dumpster fire, what he accomplished in college football is ridiculous. Uh, but he that programs under Saban, the, their process, how they recruited, all the stuff they did. They were an NFL. They were an NFL factory. They were a recruiting factory. They were a championship factory. Saban accomplished a lot, and that is a, a essentially an impossible standard, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that that he, you know if you if you don't consider him the best college coach of all time, he's like right there two or three, right? And maybe you want to argue about somebody. That's fine. Go for it. But he's in that absolute upper tier. Upper tier. He's on the Mount Rushmore. Hell yeah. He's well, in the room. Like, it, in room. It's, and, it's not even a question. And, and, it's, and his tenure helped redefine the landscape of college football. Now, now, granted, we've made the argument that there's a lot of chaos right now, and there is. Um, and I feel like the past couple of years of collegiate sports, we've we've kind of 
seen some people hang it up maybe earlier than when ex- than we expected. Um, I mean, Saban's not a spring chip. I mean, he, you know, like, what has he been, been involved 72. in coaching for 50 years? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, it's not like Coach K was young. It's not like Bayheim was young. But th- you have these these shifting, these huge shifts in just collegiate sports. The money, uh, there's a lot of stuff in it. The conferences, real lot. I mean, who knows? The landscape is just different. And I think some of these individuals, the grind, what it takes, I think some of them are like, I'm good, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it's Saban, hard. It's it, hard. Yeah, it, it's tough. Uh, but it's just weird to think that, like, they're interviewing for assistance and then, like, all of a sudden news breaks. Like, he's out. You're like, what? <laughs> Were they just trying to fill positions? What is going on, dude? Uh, oh, my God, Shane. And somebody mentioned uh, maybe it was on PTI. And it could have been Kornheiser. I might be wrong, but I could. I think it was PTI. And they're like, maybe they should bring in Urban Meyer. Can you imagine if Urban Meyer's punk ass? Oh, good lord! <laughs> no, oh, I, I, I think. I think they're going to bring in someone who has some experience, but it's like in similar. It has a very similar, mm-hmm. um, just demeanor that uh, that Saban has. And obviously, the first thing you say to this guy is. Do not be the next Nick Saban. Be the first you. The first because you, there's, yeah. there, there's no way to, to put that type of pressure on yourself to try to to emulate, to to try to do everything that Saban did. That's, that's ridiculous. You ain't going to do that. No. There's well, no way. Yeah. Go out there, be the first you, and just show the college football world exactly why we hired you. Yeah. And take the program into the next step. So, well, Take it going for another national championship. I guess the bright side is it's, it's a, at least going to be a 12-team playoff, right? So, I mean, unless, unless you hire the collegiate rich co-tite, they should be able to coast into <laughs> like the 12-team playoff, right? I mean, come on, man. I mean, look, they've only had like one recruit kind of decommit at this point. That wide receiver? Uh, yeah, and he was like the ninth best player in the nation and that's that's fine is that all by the way by the way special thanks to auburn for the cheap ass celebration i laughed where they rolled they rolled the trees at tumor's corner (laughs) celebrating nick saban's retirement (laughs) that's so auburn i mean i mean war eagle prince the sec alone (laughs) i mean how can they not celebrate that but i won't i won't lie i it obviously the the committee got it right in the sense of the 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 caliber of the games we got in the playoffs with minus the national championship. But what's really funny about the national championship game is Shannon and I were talking back and forth mm-hmm. and I'm going, this is what I'm seeing. This is what these teams need to do. If they're going to get things going, not, not even 30 seconds after I said that uh, Michigan starts doing the exact same shit that I said they needed to do to start moving the ball down the field. And that's when they ended up taking over in the second half and just, Blowing them out the rest of the way. <laughs> I was like, ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's next for Jim Harbaugh. I I could swear he had some kind of line over the past, you know, since they, they won it where he said something about when they shovel dirt on him, you know, if somebody, the eulogy is just, he was a Michigan man, that's enough for him. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I mean, that guy is, uh, you know, that's a hell of a thing to get done. And, you know, understand that it, it, it wasn't that long ago that it's almost like his job was under threat, right? He had to take a pay cut. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
Well, he's not yeah. going to have to do that again. No. No, I mean, th- that ship has sailed. So, look, if if Harbaugh wants to be back in the NFL, that's there for him. You know, he he did – he, you know, look, he went very Belichick, right? Do your job. He went to Michigan mm-hmm. and he won a chip. Like, he did his job, dude. <laughs> yes. He did his yes, job. He, did. He, he shipped his pants – he won a he he won a championship. <laughs> Shit my pants. Um, you know, I mean, it, and good for <laughs> good for them. Good for him, man. Good for good for him. So it, it, he can do what he wants now. If he wants to stay at Michigan, it's not a problem. I do believe that he would he would like another crack at the NFL. Don't you think so, Randy? Oh, absolutely. And to me, and this is my opinion. But the perfect team for him would be the Chargers because he's already got a great young quarterback that he can help along the way. Because mm-hmm. we've seen him with quarterbacks. Now, but uh, what but is also, his? Did he? I can't remember. Did he play? Was he a quarterback with the Chargers at some point no. in his career? He has a connection to San Diego somehow. Was he on their staff? It's possible. Well, well he well, coached uh, San Diego uh, State. Diego. Yeah, San Diego State. Is where okay. he, he co- his, was his first college head coaching job. Yeah, that was his coaching. I don't I don't know if he played for the Chargers or not, but I know San no, Diego State, he was a college was it, coach. It was what? It, Bears, Colts, and I think that was it? Yeah. Or was well, there another team that well, he played for? Let's look at his career. Yeah, see, I, I, I certainly think about him with, with the Bears and the Colts. I mean, that's what I think about. But either way, uh, from a fit standpoint, yeah, that would be super interesting, right? I just feel like it gives him uh, a ready. Not a, no, he, he finishes. He finishes career in San Diego. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. he he yeah, sh- Chicago, Indy. Oh, he did one year in Baltimore in '98, and then two years with San Diego. So the last two years. And then he moved around between Detroit and Carolina mm-hmm. in 2001, and that was it. So he, yeah, so he did, but yeah, so he he has a connection there. Um, and then obviously, yeah, the San Diego State. But stuff, I mean, so. think about how much better Herbert would be <clears throat> with a coach like Harbaugh. Well, you know, whether you like Jim Harbaugh or not, I mean, it's a lot of personality, right? Mm-hmm. He's definitely one of those coaches that's a lot of personality, and it's oh, not yeah. it's not a fit for everybody. That being said. But that personality fits a big market area. Well, he's like the anti North Turner. <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, you may not like him. You may not like his methodology. You may not like his, his pomp and attitude or whatever. But he's effective. Yes. And his brand, if you will, his brand of football... Um. Maybe it has a maybe it has a little expiration on it. Uh, maybe that you know maybe it's a it's a tighter expiration in the pros, but the guy has been a consistent winner and successful at at at, at every stop. Yes, you know what I'm saying. I mean, it, he obviously his family has had a tremendous amount of coaching success. I mean, he was an NFL quarterback. I mean, the, the guy has just been successful. So you you can't argue against that. So for a team like San Diego with a quarterback that's has been good, but it feels like there's a lot more, you know what I mean, in Herbert. Um, and for a team that, quite frankly, that this idea about Chargers going to Charger, let me tell you what, 
Harbaugh's imprint on a team like that would clean some of that crap up. Mm-hmm. So, I, Randy, I agree with you. Like Harbaugh would be super interesting. We've I've, and and a lot of people have talked about Belichick. Belichick in San Diego would be interesting as well. Um, Harbaugh obviously is a little bit younger. Uh, that would be a really really interesting fit uh, for him. I, I'd be super intrigued, about- and and I would I would absolutely think he could get a lot more out of that squad. And they're a good team. They're a, they're an underachieving team. And that's the thing to remember. They're an mm-hmm. underachieving team. They have an identity problem. They have a consistency problem. And a, a, a coach like Harbaugh would go in there and put a lot of foot to ass, um, and he would clean a lot of that stuff up. They're, they might have some sour cap issues to clean up, but, you know, I would imagine, I would believe this at this very moment, if they hired Harbaugh, I would I would bet virtually anything the next year they're a playoff team and they win at least one game. I'll you have to look at the that. job he did with, yeah, look at the job he did with San Francisco his first year. Mm-hmm. That te- that team had talent, but they just didn't have an identity. He came in, mm-hmm. put that, and literally his ideologies. It's like we're a run first team, be physical, and they made the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and we saw like they turn around for Alex Smith, who ended up having a fairly decent career once Harbaugh came in. And yeah, he had ended up going to Kansas City, but he did well in Kansas City as well. And obviously, we don't know what was what happened with Washington because of that gruesome injury. But mm-hmm. the fact that mm-hmm. he even came back from that was impressive. But it's just the idea that the dude knows what he has to do and knows how to get the most out of his players. And that every single type of team that he's coached, whether it's college or pro, I mean, hell, Stanford, when you look at mm-hmm. back at Stanford, they were a physical team. Mm-hmm. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That is, it's that mentality. It's that identity he brings to a program, whether it's pro or college, it's smack you in the mouth and keep doing it until you find a way to stop them. And if you don't, oh, well, you're going to get stomped. Well, he he definitely has again. He's got a brand, and and there's there's an element of power football and physicality that is very on point uh, for him and for his teams. You know, I, I would say he also understands that. You know, if you can impose a certain degree, of, you know, I know it sounds cliched, but I think he's very much a coach that believes believes in imposing your will and controlling a game. Mm-hmm. San, San Diego would be fascinating with him. He would be, he would be an interesting hire in several spots. If I'm him, I wouldn't touch Carolina. Nope. Um, I, no. wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that. Atlanta would be interesting. San Diego would be phenomenal. Right. San Diego would, that would be, that would be sweet. There's so many weapons there already. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. And if you can just get that team to ad- adopt that identity of just smash mouth football on both sides of the ball, you already got de- some great defensive players that are more than ready to do that. With I mean, think about you know getting a healthy Bosa back and then Khalil Mack. I mean, th- those that duo right there alone is scary enough. But then I, they've got decent linebackers and yeah. and great secondary. Again, I mean, Chargers going to charge it. That's a team of underachievement. And uh, I certainly think they could maximize more of their potential with somebody like Harbaugh. Now, I don't know that that's the direction they're going to go. 
But if if he's interested in that and they're interested in him, that yeah. seems that would be an interesting fit. Vrabel would be interesting there as well. I mean, there's several guys. I mean, some of the other ones that we don't know so much about yet as far as being a head I mean, like Flores has had some success as a head coach with Miami. Uh, but Bed Johnson, we don't know about. The OC in, in Houston, we don't know so much about. Is it Bob Slowick? I might have his name wrong. Um, but the OC in, in with Houston. Um, there, there's a lot of intriguing candidates. You know, and, and look, man. I'm not trying to gloss, you know, overly gloss on Harbaugh. I mean, we're obviously talking about Michigan and Washington and, and what Michigan accomplished. Kudos to them. Again, I'm raise a glass to Michigan, man. You have all you UM fans, man. Enjoy that, dude. But it, it's it's been a wild week, man. It has been such a Shannon, doesn't it? I mean, like the amount of content in the last week feels ridiculous. Dude, the last 24 hours have been off the chain. Yeah, even just the last day, man. It's just nuts. It's just nuts. I mean, it's it's unprecedented. I mean, mean, if you think about it, Belichick is a NFL Hall of Famer. Saban is a college football Hall of Famer. Absolute. No question. And Pete Carroll is both. He's both a college and a pro football Hall of Famer. He's won championships at both levels. Like, he's been consistent. As much as I'm excited to see Pete Carroll out in Seattle, <laughs> I I don't understand why. To me, because I mean, it's not like the team was horrible. No, granted, granted they played underneath. You know, they played kind of underachieved what everybody thought they were going to do. But that's also, I think, you know, you're only going to go so far. I think the that's the. Had. The proverbial "let's do it now before it gets too bad." Well, yeah, I, I, some of it also might be just be reflective of going. You know, this is a team that that needs a certain amount of roster turnover, and and what and maybe you just want a different messenger. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, because every mm-hmm. once in a while, with certain coaches, like their shtick or their style or their whatever wears off. And I mean, it, it's whether it's fair or not. Sometimes you know, certain styles. It's one thing if, like, Belichick had the and – and I'm not saying this to take anything away from Bill, so don't take it that way. But you ha- when you're winning, right, and, you, and, and people know that, there's a different level of attraction for, for, for players to sign there, for players to go there, for the commitment you get from people. Um and whether it's their message, whether it's decision making, whether it's just time to to you know reload, refresh, renew, turn the page, whatever. Um, sometimes you just want to go into a, a, a different direction. It's just it's hard. It, like Belichick has been there forever. Pete Carroll feels like he's been in Seattle forever. Right. You you know what I mean. So it, it's just weird. But some of it is is. Is it is it just time for a different leadership style and a f- fresh blood, if you will, a fresh influx? And they might get it wrong. They might get it. They, I mean, you know, they might get it wrong. And if Pete Carroll wants to coach, whether it's collegiate at the collegiate level or at the pro level, he'll have another job. Bill Belichick will have another job. 
if Saban changed his mind tomorrow, he would <laughs> Alabama would welcome Alabama him back. Alabama would be like, welcome back. Welcome, you know, come on back. And, you know, if he wanted, if he was like, you know, I'm done with Alabama, if he wanted to go coach Little Rock, Arc, you know, whatever, Division Three, he could go wherever. Can you imagine if Nick Saban got bored and he wanted to coach a high school team? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, come on in, man. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be crazy. Um, the opportunity if they if they still want to do it it's there and if if you know if Pete Carroll doesn't want to go somewhere else then he can stay with the organization but yeah I mean they kind of they kind of pushed him to the exit uh, all right so let me ask you guys this yeah who gets an NFL job first uh-huh. Harbaugh Belichick Pete Carroll or Mike Frabel who gets it first you know the mm. thing is, I, I think some of those are overlapping, right? Because I I feel like Harbaugh has to be that first domino, just because of the he's or maybe Vrabel, one of the other. I would say Harbaugh and Vrabel, a because they're younger, right? right? Uh, I think is particularly Vrabel. Um, I think a, a lot of teams are going to be after Vrabel, and you know, again, Harbaugh is he's a lot, right? He. I think fit is going to matter. And the other thing with Harbaugh is the opportunities there, but it doesn't mean that he, you know what I mean? He doesn't have to go interview with every team that asks. Nope. He can be like, no, thanks. Who was it that did, um, Randy, was it the GM from the Niners that, or was it somebody from the Niners that had some opportunities like last year? And he was just like, nope, not going to interview with you. <laughs> like, so, uh, there, I mean, it, historically that happens, right? Whether it's a, a an OC, a DC, a, somebody in the front office that maybe is not the GM but is working their way up. Well, I mean, whether it's McDaniel's, D'Amico Ryan's, or right. Robert Sala, they all three of them did that at least once. Mm-hmm. Where they're just like, no, nope, I'm good. Nope, I, that that doesn't feel like it's a good fit for where I'm at or where I want to go or what I'm doing. I mean, Harbaugh is is going to be able to kind of cherry pick, and I think. He's smart enough um, that if, if he's not going to get the proverbial parcels, I'm shopping and you know what I mean? I'm buying the groceries too. I, I would think he's smart enough to cherry pick a place with a good quarterback. Side note, I would crack up, right? If let's say, let, let, let thought experiment. Belichick goes to Atlanta. A, if Belichick went to Atlanta, that would be so wild. Right <laughs> of the twenty-eight-three debacle, that would be so hilarious. If Belichick's like, you know what? Let me fix this for y'all. Uh, but Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent, dude. Oh shit! Kirk Cousins is going to be a free agent, man. Minnesota, y'all are morons if you don't try to re-sign re that guy because uh, you do not have the answer on 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 that team at the moment. You just do not. Nope. And I know the Achilles is an issue. I I hear all that. I hear that. But how you know how great would it be? For Belichick to go to Atlanta, a uh, historically chronically underachieving organization, and l let's just let's thought experiment this out. Y you could trade for Justin Fields, right? You could bring in Kirk Cousins, right? Like, I, I think it would be fascinating to see somebody like Belichick with Kirk Cousins. Like, what could that dude get out of that guy? And, you know, that would be a riot, man. That'd be a riot. Oh, it'd be fun. Oh, with the run game with Robinson too. Yeah, yeah, they got some. Oh, yeah. Look, they got some nice pieces in Atlanta. They got some nice pieces there, and Belichick in San Diego again would also be super fascinating. But uh, you know, maybe Belichick wants to stay on the East Coast. 
Maybe he wants to be reasonably close to Annapolis, right? I mean, whatever. So what happens when Philly eats their ass on Monday? Do they fire Sirianni and say, hey, coach, we got the roster ready? No, you you can't fire Sirianni just because they've had a that would bad be a, season. Yeah, that'd be a pretty aggressive that'd be a, a very, very aggressive move. Um, but I mean if you're if you want to win now, like while Hertz is young, I mean As much as that dude has like one of the most punchable faces in the in the NFL. <laughs> he does. He he's high on the punchability score. Like I, yeah. I see that face and I'm just like, yeah. dude, I would so fucking slug you but um <laughs> anyway i mean how even penny says that that's between funny him, he says it about him and uh she also look says man it about Pete look, look if 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 philadelphia could get harbaugh in there all right i'd fire sirianni for, for harbaugh okay okay like i i could do that well yeah because you'd have a younger that. coach who would Reestablish that physicality that team yeah. used to have, and Harbaugh could handle whatever Philly people could throw out at him. You think that dude gives a fuck? He would not. He would not. I, I could see him just be like, "Yep, fuck you. I don't care." Yeah, it's not going to face him. And the other one would be Dallas. Oh, uh, da- if if McCarthy eats his ass before the NFC Championship game and Jerry Man, says look, you're out. Look, it, I, I'm going to throw this down right now. If somehow, some way, Green Bay goes and beats Dallas, McCarthy is getting fired. Oh, as he should. Got to be. Do you bring in Belichick or Harbaugh at that point? If I'm Jerry Jones and I could get Harbaugh, and if I'm Harbaugh and I could put up with Skeletor, um, <laughs> like remember, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that that is a fan base that would just they'd lap it up, man. And you know, quite frankly, you get another Har- Harbaugh Bowl. That, that would be the only thing with with uh, Jim going to an AFC team, right? You know, because mm. both Harbaugh's yeah. would be AFC. I don't mm. know if that matters to him or not. Uh, maybe it's irrelevant, but to go to an NFC team. Uh, Atlanta, you know, and there's a part of me that wonders if Dennis Allen might get fired as well. Um, but I don't uh, think so. I think they would have done it by now. Yeah. It, it, well, I guess at this point, by the time you're on at Thursday, um, do you think Jameis Winston is back there? Or do you have to get rid of Jameis for that? Jameis got to go. Y'all got to have a convert. They got to have a conversation and be like, look, if if you're going to be on this team and I call something and you don't do it again, like that or that or at least you can't do it out of victory formation. If you're going to go yeah, rogue, man. if you're going to go rogue, you you can't you can't run like that out of victory formation. I mean, look, that's terrible. It, I, it was terrible. Arthur Smith shouldn't <laughs> acted like a little bitch about no, it after no, the game was no, over. He shouldn't, but Jameis should not have done that. Well, this is one of those things where I'm a little bit on the fence. Um, it's kind of an oddball thing. I think Dennis Allen, if the team said we really wanted to get a touchdown for him, like, okay. I mean, you, you, you picked it off, you ran it back. You were right at the goal line anyway, but don't do it out of victory formation. Correct. Don't, don't do that. That's cheap. And who was it? That dude from Rutgers, uh, um, coached the Bucks and, uh, the guys dove, on victory formation, on he had the, the 
the the his defense diving. Oh, Greg. Uh, Greg Schiano. Yes. Do you remember how much of a debacle that was? Oh yeah. Oh, people were pissed. You can't do that. You can't look. It's not like a you know a fake clock spike. You're not in victory formation doing that, right? If you're in sure. victory, if you're in victory formation, you're basically conceding. You're, you're like, we're just milking the clock. We're taking the, we're getting out of here. Right? You're up twenty four. Yeah. In the last minute, there's no need. No, no. To score again, but, if you're going to score again, get in a freaking I formation. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, if if you want to go for it, even if you're going to rogue, right? Even if you're going to go rogue, don't do it out of victory formation. Like that's that's my grievance with it. Uh, and again, I, I said I'm a little bit on the fence. I don't. My first reaction was like, "Oh, that's crap." <clears throat> so I was not a fan of it. I don't think anybody. I don't know if anybody was as pissed as Shannon Sharp was about it. Ooh, he was like, "Cut, cut, Jameis Winston today." Um, he he was entertaining. He he was pretty fiery about it. But I, th- I think my biggest grievance: a, it's it's a little bit weird that they basically overrode Dennis Allen. That's a problem. But my biggest grievance is that they did it out of victory formation. That that I think is shit. Yeah, you know, I I, I don't know how you do that. I just I I mean I get it. You're like, okay, well, it's the NFL. You got to stop us. They're not expecting you to run a fucking play out no. of victory formation. Everybody's like, yeah, okay, game's over, fine. And they just I don't care what your reasoning is behind it. You just don't do it. It's like an unwritten rule. You just don't do it. Game's over. You have no need for those points. It's not going to do anybody any good. Mm. Let's see. I think I have it. Let's see if I can find this. <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame Smith for getting for yelling at Allen for that shit. But then, of course, when you come, when it comes out that it well, was yeah, he did calling an audible. I was like, really? Why would you do that just to get a dude a touchdown? Yeah. Oh, here you go. I did find it. There you go. Yeah, we're gonna need to do a salute clock in a minute. Let's see if this will play real quick. Because Shannon Sharp was like, mm. he, he, he was. <laughs> did y'all hear Shannon Sharp on this? Mm-mm. All right. No, you'll, you'll probably enjoy this then. Oh, come on for the win! Just load it up. Come on! All right, here we go. All right, take a second. But I'll say this: I would cut Jameis Winston today. I would not want him on my team. That's loser's mentality. And people will say, well, Shannon, what about when Dan Marino fake spiked the ball or Peyton Manning? They were not in victory formation. If you get down, the defense is conceding. If you want to run the ball, let the defense line up. Don't you fool them. Think this a victory formation and then drive off the ball. You mean to tell me that's going rogue? Dennis Allen's going to probably have to go because his players have no respect for him. He said they sent victory formation in, but we... That's right. We made a decision. I'm sorry, Molly. I would okay. cut Jameis Winston today. I would, if I'd have been on that team, let me tell you what, I'd have jumped outside on purpose. Mm. There's a mentality that you got to have if you want to play winning football. Jameis Winston has a loser's mentality. That's why they didn't win in Tampa. That's why uh, uh, Tom Brady came there, took the same team, and went to the Super Bowl. Look at what Baker Mayfield did with basically the same team, got him in the playoffs, something that Jameis Winston couldn't do. Do me a favor. Say that one more time on camera, what you would do. I would cut him. I would cut Jameis Winston today. But I'll say this. (laughs) 
I would <laughs> cut him today. Now, look, to be fair, that super, that Tom Brady Super Bowl team, they had Gronk. They had some extra. They had some extra pieces on there. <laughs> they had. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Think think about the amount of people that were like Brady's <laughs> playing. Let's yeah. go to Tampa. Yeah. yeah they had, they had a, a fired up playoff Lenny. Like it's pretty good. It's pretty mm. good. I tell you what. Uh, I need to get a fresh beverage. So we're gonna take a, a quick. We're gonna take a beverage break, and then um, we'll come back and we'll pound through a couple other things. We need to do a salute o'clock too, and then we can. Uh, I don't know, wrap up some thoughts and, and I don't know, BS. Um, you, you might want to remind me about balls. <laughs> you said balls. <laughs> yeah, you might. Uh, Shannon, your your mission, your mission is to run. I, I think I can handle that. Yeah, so. remind I, me. I got Remind me about balls, and uh, we'll, we'll... Shannon reminding people about balls. That's like his. That's like second nature to this man. Like right. You said balls. That that's your job. Remind remind me about balls. Uh, but, but yeah, I need a, I need a fresh beverage. So let's do that. Then then come back through a salute o'clock, and then uh, go to town with some other things. There was something I was going to say. I've forgotten it, so I'm not even going to worry about it now. Uh, as always, keywords are sports and brew. Find us on uh, you know home feed on Podbean, iTunes, all sort Amazon Music, all kinds of Spotify, all kinds of stuff. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. Shoot. Cooter shooter, baby. Shooter cooters. What is it, Shannon? Cooter shooter. <laughs> cooter shooter. <laughs> cooter shooters. <laughs> this segment is not brought to you by Cooter Shooters. <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, all right. We'll be right back. <laughs> Balls. Freaking Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. So we we owe each other, quite frankly, a salute clock. So let's go ahead and do that, man. Uh, pound that one out. So uh, of course I am. I have enjoyed. I'm, I would say I'm enjoying, except I'm at the very tail end of this rather tasty Jack and Mexico. Mm. That hit the spot, and then I'm staying light duty with my hydration beers and my Coronas. But I believe, Randy, you said you found something fun in the store for the Salute O'Clock. So what did you dig up there, bro? Well, originally I was going to do either a trickery or a foolery mm -hmm. you know, from Shannon that I got last time I hung out with him uh, as a you know, a way to bring in 2024. Mm -hmm. So that's the store today because, you know, same with you, Justin. Penny's under the weather. So both our wives are both six. And, you know, obviously wouldn't she sick? She craves orange juice. Which apparently everybody and their brother sick in the air because they hardly had any orange juice left. I I don't get it. But perusing the beers, I noticed that you know you know how it looked like like my my uh, golden monkey or sour monkey. They have the big cans now, right? And, and what caught my eye was Victory now has something called a juicy monkey. Oh, it is a hazy imperial IPA. How about that? And it's in the big cans on top of it all. So Whoa. it's uh, 19 ounces of uh, some victory goodness. And honestly, juicy IPAs and hazy IPAs, I actually do enjoy those. So Look at that. Randy's that, over here in victory formation. Yeah, but I'm actually not going to try to score on anybody at this point. Uh, well, well, she is six well, tonight. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, Shannon, Shannon, like I was thinking, we were thinking it. 
That's incredible. And as Jameis Winston would say, fuck him. Exactly. <laughs> Randy yeah. likes big cans and he cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. Um, yeah, the juicy mm. monkey by victory. Actually, I th- I think you might actually like like this one, Justin. Well, all right, look at that. Juicy monkeys sound like uh, you know Shannon flipping back to the shooter cooters. That that sounds like the follow up <laughs> in the in the old old man retirement home with Whitfield picking up you know leading the STD crew that crotchety. Oh. Gimp. You know, bring out the gimp, that crotchety old bastard. Feels like a whole, like, fond selection of shooter-cooters and juicy monkeys, right? And lots of balls. And lots you, of lots of balls. Really, are you really sure it's bringing out the gimp and not bringing out the limp? Well, oh, it, no! Believe me, that was also part of that conversation. <laughs> See, I would fit right in with that chat. <laughs> Oh God! Oh. Putting the limp and limp biscuit, man. That's yeah, yeah. Gross. Yeah, oh, shooter cooters. Uh, <laughs> Sh- <laughs> Sh- Shannon, what you got, bro? Dude, I'm going light tonight since I'm the only adult in the house for the oh. weekend. Uh, a little busky gold rush, hey. allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. You're you've been on a pretty good Saturn kick as of late. Yeah, I'm kind of making my way over to the cider a little bit. Don't feel when I wake up, I don't feel as bad. So, hey, no, look, that's an asset. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, as Danny Glover once said, "Getting too old for that shit." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? I mean, what was that shirt? It was it uh, my my cock in cider or something like that. Macaquin cider. Macaquin, yeah, yeah, Macaquin cider. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for clarifying that, Shannon. And it means do I look like I give a fuck? Dilly <laughs> also James Winston. <laughs> I was like, somebody might you never know. Right. Um Shannon, did you ever go to that uh oh. the trivia night or no? I did. Um I got all the wrestling ones correct. It was easy. Like he had, it was the picture round, so it was like Kane, Stone Cold, John oh. Cena, and then he had Bad Bunny as like the last one. So oh, it was, Lord, yeah. <laughs> he did have some HBO questions. He had an HBO round where I got three of them right, including Game of Thrones. Hey, as you should. Nice. I was going to make the, uh, when he showed the John Cena picture, I was going to raise my hand and be like, there's no one there, but he started making the joke as he said it, so. Beat you to the punch, huh? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, and by the way, Justin, <laughs> uh huh. I think I'm supposed to remind you of something. It's five <laughs> letters. <laughs> um, we we all have them. We we talk well, about sports not, with we dogs. All, lose them. <laughs> you said <laughs> balls. I'm trying right now. I, 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 <laughs> in my head, I'm like, do I tell this story? Oh Lord. So okay. All Fuck right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You said. <laughs> 
Here we go. <laughs> Here so, we go. All right. All right. So, you know, uh, Logan was sick earlier this week, so we missed some time from school. And then I guess Sarah got whatever he had. Um, so, you know, she was home today. I dropped the kids off to school, et cetera. So anyway, uh, Sarah calls me at work and the principal had called Sarah, right? And so Sarah's like, Justin, I just want you to know when you go to pick up, you know, Logan today, um, he got in trouble or there was an incident. I'm like, oh no, what happened? There was an incident at lunch. And, you know, again, elementary age, right? So uh, you you get a lot of goofiness. So, all right. So I'm just going to say this up front. Logan was not the instigator and he was not a full participant. However... During lunch, <laughs> during lunch, <laughs> you said balls. They did a group. A group of the fourth graders were daring each other to take their balls out at the lunch table, like under the lunch table, like oh, balls no. out. Oh, no. You said balls. <laughs> oh no! And so apparently, some of the kids. Took their balls out at the lunch table, and then they ended up going. Then a crew of them went to the bathroom and were still like grabbing life by the balls. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, he's definitely your kid. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know. <laughs> Was 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 Peyton Manning doing lunch duty at the school? Like what, bro? <laughs> was it iced tea? <laughs> what was going on? <laughs> Who's? Uh, I think they went Bill O'Reilly. They did it live. <laughs> so, and I don't know why this was a thing, but <laughs> sun's out, guns out. <laughs> oh, grabbing life by the balls. And you got elementary kids, like, apparently, you know, dropping yeah, squirrel, you know, nuts. <laughs> like, why, why are you trying to break out the balls? The what light? are we doing? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> At that age, it's like there's, there's not even that big to begin with. What the fuck? Uh, like, I've heard a pocket. I mean, could, could they not let it go? Uh well, it, 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 they haven't crossed that bridge yet. Um, I would hope, but oh God. still, uh, you know, free balling. <laughs> I just, I, I, of all the calls to get in the middle of the day, I didn't expect it to be about my Wait, son being involved with a crew of people that were breaking up their balls at the lunch table. I mean, at least they didn't try to shake it off, right? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. <sighs> yeah. Oh, no. So, uh, correct. Look well, what the- you get to look forward to, Lindy. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a matter of time. It will happen to you. So, uh, you know, I picked the kids up, we got home and, uh, Logan was chilling on the sofa and he was like watching whatever random YouTube video or something. And I was like, Hey buddy, I heard you had a ball at school today, huh? (laughs) And it took him a second to get the, like the dad joke level of that one. And and then he got it and he laughed. 
Oh man. I like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I was laughing. I don't know if it's like, you know, this is one of those, those lines you draw as a parent where it's like, this is wrong, but it's really funny. Cause I mean, cause it's innocuous. Nobody gets hurt. Um, although I mean, you can't, you obviously can't. I mean, and again, Logan did not bust his balls out. Um, at least, or if he did, he wasn't caught. I don't know. Um, but as far as I know, he, he had no free ball and, you know, moment there. Uh, but that, that's, I don't know. That's just not a call. I did not expect of all the things there was an incident at lunch. I did not expect it to be about my, my son being part of a group of, you know, uh, ball don't lie, um, at the lunch table. I just didn't, wouldn't, wouldn't have figured that was in the cards. So if y'all had that in your bingo cards, man, go ahead, check them off, man. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything ready, wrong with, uh, with Logan, but what the fuck is going on with this new generation? I mean, if we could turn back time. I mean, well, if we could turn back time, like Carter Minshew would make that throw, right? Exactly. That, that's a true story. Yes. <laughs> Balls that I showed you today. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those things where you sit there and you go. I got nothing because it's funny, <laughs> well, you, but it's you, wrong. You and really, you like, really hope, it, you really hope if it's a ball contest, there's no kid that goes, "Oh, I got nothing." That's a bad. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's bad look, bro. <laughs> that, that, that short circuit of just like it's funny, but it's wrong. I shouldn't be laughing, but I also no. should be all serious about it. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I, I, again, putting it, the short and short circuit. Huh? Yes. Well, look. <laughs> I'm just going to say Whitfield's not here tonight, man. Be nice. Be nice. Shooter cooters. <laughs> man, talk about the pot calling the kettle black. What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That was just a strange, strange call. So, anyway, I made lots of ball jokes to Logan uh, over the course of the, a- of the afternoon. And um, he, he both found them funny and then uh, irritating, which, as far as I'm concerned, as a parent and as a dad, and as a owner of balls, uh, I did my job. So Bill Belichick, Bill Balichek would approve. I mean, hopefully he didn't keep his eye on the ball, but still. <laughs> hopefully they weren't too deflated. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay. All right. We'll do it live. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, yes. Well, they did. They did it live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's still real to me, damn it. <laughs> True. You better be there attached to you. <laughs> well, what what you hope is that nobody was su- I mean, it is cold, so you, you just want to hope nobody was suffering from too much Peter Shrinklage, right? Pull the George just stands up. I was in the pool! I was in the pool! It was cold water! Oh man. Okay. Oh, all right. God. All right. All right. What the hell just happened? Beer. Beer. <laughs> Alcohol. Mhm. Also true. Hot potato, hot potato, potato, hot potato, hot potato, hot potato, potato, 
hate to say it, Justin, but based on that story, I, I think you're screwed when that kid hits his teens. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Screwed now. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. And look, he's, I did look I just, much like you. I just want to know if anybody dropped this out there. You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? Oh. <laughs> you better hope not. How tall are you, private? I didn't Five. know they stacked shit that high. Whoa. <laughs> the fuck is that that's probably that was probably an appropriate response there you go balls balls you said balls there you go lord have mercy that's funny yay fourth grade (laughs) anyway all right uh before time gets too far away from us um, let's do some, uh, wrap up thoughts. You got anything else on the, uh, CFP or, or Michigan, Washington, um, any of that stuff? Nah, that Michigan. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy for Harbaugh just, uh, for obvious reasons. Cause obviously I'm still a fan of his for, you know, doing what he did for the 49ers, but it's, it's long overdue. I mean, it, if I feel like that, uh, Michigan's been so close so many times that it, they finally just you know, got over the hump. Yeah. And it's it, for me, for me, this CFP, it was actually just nice to see different teams, even minus, minus Bama, but Michigan took care of that. Yeah. It, but it's just like, it's good to see that you, you, we need to see that we need to make sure that. And I hope that next year we get a couple of new teams in there as well. Not just some of the same old Bama, Georgia, Clemson. Well, yeah, it's, it's 12 team playoff. You're going to see all kinds of stuff. But that's and that's exciting. That actually makes me want to watch because mm-hmm. it's gonna we're gonna see different teams. Hopefully, you know we don't get what happened with Florida State. Get you know them getting kind of fucked, and then all the players deciding, well, since we're not gonna be in for the national championship, let's go to the transfer portal. Or these guys are hurt. Or well, just all this stuff that ended up ruining the bowl game because they just didn't give a shit. Oh well, look, man, a lot of the bowl games are crap. It's, I would say arguably some of the best parts of the bowls before the CFP. I mean, the pop tart thing was legendary. That was great. Um, <laughs> and some of the goofy stuff, you know, the, the mayonnaise and fries and just goofy things, toastery or whatever that thing was. I mean, but the, the pop tart thing was great. The pop tart going down through the like toaster oven and getting served—that was brilliant, man. I don't know, who, I don't know who came up with that one, but that was fantastic. That was fantastic, and I loved the uh, and I retweeted it. I don't know if you saw it, Shannon. I know you're not dabbling in a whole bunch on Twitter at this point, but where somebody had uh, at the CFP and, and they they photoshopped it and they had the pop tart guy up in the stands with, with some famous people in the stands. It was great. I love, nice. I loved that. I love See that. that that's fun. That that actually yeah. makes me want to like watch that bowl. Like mm-hmm. but I mean like the whole Florida State Georgia debacle, even, even Kirby Smart after the game was like, this is crap. Look, like, I am just gonna say my son did not understand the assignment. Clearly it's bowl season, son, not ball season. He keep calling me crying, bitch. how you killed this. I understood the assignment. You are not wrong. <laughs> yeah. Might want to go get his hearing checked out. 
word association time. You said balls. Oh, man. Not balls. Balls. No, not balls. Bowls, son. Not I balls. said we're going bowling, not balling. <laughs> anyway, all right. Is he playing basketball again this year, Justin? <laughs> yeah, he's playing basketball. Yeah. All right. Soccer. Just, uh, basketball. just make sure he dribbles the correct ball on the court, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 are we talking about dribbling balls? Is that what, is that where we're going? Really? Really, MacGuffin? I mean, it, it, the 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 joke is a dead horse at this point, so we're just beating the dead horse. Well, it, <clears throat> excuse me while I whip this out. True <laughs> <laughs> story. I've been heard that in forever. <laughs> We'll do it live. That woman screaming at the end is hysterical. We'll do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> well. <Ooh, ooh. laughs> all right. All right. All right. By the way, I want to raise a glass to the Detroit Pistons finally getting a win. <laughs> Good for them. Although raise bad, that banner. Yeah, bad for all the Wingstop employees or whoever that was. They had, some, they had some promotion to get free. Who the hell pizza. had that idea? I mean, seriously, you well, knew it was going to happen at some point. At some point. Well, I mean, what? what twenty-seven games in a row they didn't have to do it? Then all of a sudden, yeah. a yeah, random night, the entire city of Detroit shows up. Everybody's like, "I want some wings." I mean, Jared Goff is like wings for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, is that like what? Is it me or is that the toughest game to call this weekend? Is Detroit and LA? <sighs> Look, we're getting some good games, man. Um, again, we we kind of talked a little bit about some of the storylines, but Browns Texans is interesting. Uh, Dolphins Chiefs is going to be bad weather, so. Oh. Uh, that's going to be tough. I think that's going to be much harder in Miami. The Chiefs' ceiling is not that high, um, in my opinion. I I, I don't think anybody is shocked at that kind of assessment. Um, Look, I'm I'm not trying to hate on Miami, but they're beat beat up. And, you know, you're going to be playing in some crap weather, man. And that's going to just change the nature of the game. I, I expect a lot of Pacheco... Um, and just, just tough. So, um, Tyreek might, Tyreek might be up against, against the trying to squeeze in those celebratory backflips, man. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Uh, that, that's going to be a mess, but Packers Cowboys is interesting. Bill Steelers is interesting, but that's going to be another really crappy, crappy weather game. Um, I Pittsburgh saw, is starting to get that run game going though. And yeah. Is- and, and that's true. That's true. But. Yeah, the Steelers are one in ten. If, if memory serves, I think they're one in ten in games without T.J. Watt. Uh, that hurts, and and yeah, I mean they, they've kind of they needed some help to get into the playoffs. By the way, Jacksonville, that was just atrocious. Oh my god, <laughs> that was awful. That was, I mean, kudos to Vrabel and and Derrick Henry, and that was nice to see Derrick Henry have a moment in the post game. <laughs> you know, talking to the fans, getting the mic. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, I would certainly expect it not to be the end of his career, but I would be surprised if it's not the end of his time in, ten, in Tennessee. He seems to be well aware of that. 
By, by the way, yeah. just so you know, there may be a what playing for Pittsburgh this Sunday. That tweet was be... hilarious. <laughs> that tweet was hilarious. JJ's coming out of retirement mm-hmm. and he's going to fill in for TJ. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I like that. I like that. I would say the most, you know, Browns, Texans. By the way, we That's we are so pro fun. Cleveland here, right? Like we got we got to ride the flag or rainbow. Uh we're going to ride for the, old times. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 You, you guys can ride the Flacco rainbow. I'm going to root for Demico Ryans. Well, that's not a surprise, right? There, there's no the thing, What's interesting about this game is it's two teams that have the potential of beating Baltimore. It's two of the, it's two Ooh. of the three teams. It's two of the three teams I feel like that have the best chance of beating Baltimore in the playoffs. No, what is this the other, ad? The other, the other team I see is uh, Buffalo. So it's like Buffalo, Cleveland, and Houston are like the three teams that I felt like had the best chance right. of beating the Ravens. But now you're going to get two of those teams facing each other. And it's... So riddle this to me, guys. Uh-huh. Last year, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. They lose a regular season game to the Colts. Mm-hmm. This year, Baltimore loses a regular season game to the Colts. I got not like where, where's the consistency? Well, of course, <laughs> if if you want to ascribe to the you know NFL Super Bowl logo color scheme mattering, um, then it it you know a lot of people are on the 49ers Ravens bus on that one i mean it, it's a good matchup it's, it is it a- is it is it is but all right look look Shane, to me you're right to the extent that that rams lions probably has i would say that's got from a reasonable expectation of that being a compelling matchup um it's not a weather dumpster fire the crowd's gonna be bananas oh my god I, dude did you see that thing where, and it wasn't Detroit, but th- there's like some company or some uh, some account said the uh, that uh, like the the Stafford jerseys were banned. <laughs> like, don't wear any Stafford jerseys that day, dude. That and I I'm I'm, I, I'm actually really pumped for that Detroit home game because I, I can remember as a kid the last time they had a playoff game, and that was Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. And I believe Wayne Fonts. I mean, I know I think Calvin Johnson got one, but I think a home game. Yeah, 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 a home playoff game. No, it, it's home playoff like, game. It's been since Wayne early Fonts, yeah, Barry yeah. Sanders, and that, I remember that. That's like, old school, bro. That's a long time ago. It's a long school. time ago. Yeah, it's a long time ago. But I think from a watchability standpoint, you know, Browns Texans sh- should be a fun watch. Packers Cowboys should be a fun watch. Yes. Um, Rams Lions should be, you know, that 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 to me is is one of the most compelling games of the weekend. I don't know if it'll be the most compelling, most enjoyable game of the weekend, but I think a lot of eyeballs are going to be on that. I mean, it's the NFL playoffs, man. The NFL had record ratings this year, so outside of the, you know, frustration that some people may have with Dolphins Chiefs being, you know, exclusive to streaming on Peacock, some people will be pissed about that, but. Rams Lions, man, like that's that's intense. Like that's such a juicy storyline. Golf, Stafford, and and they may not have any interpersonal beef. It's not even about that. Probably, but it's it's just incredible to think 
that the Lions are, of all the things, right, of all the <clears> things, <throat> to get a home playoff game, and here comes Matt Stafford rolling up in that piece. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> unbelievable. And, you know, to Shane Laporta got hurt. Um, I don't have any real grievance with Dan Campbell playing, you know, uh, guys going at it. Number one, that's on brand for him anyway. And here's the thing. Um, had they not gotten hosed in that game against Dallas, had, th- had those refs not completely botched that eligible lineman, I mean, that was just a damn debacle. And, look, I know they missed a trip in. I, I know there's other stuff in that game that is problematic. Um, and I'm not saying Dallas couldn't have still come back to win that game. I'm not saying that. But the refs essentially stole that. <laughs> you know what I mean? From Detroit. That was so what you're saying is how? Yes. The refs were garbage. So, like, Detroit had every reason to be a little salty, and they had an eligible lineman play with, you know, the guy that wasn't eligible in that game. Like, you know what I mean? They used him or in that, that particular play, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, first of all, that officiating crew is, is a dumpster fire. Is, I, I believe oh, they, they better not be in the playoffs. I, I thought I, I thought I thought they got downgraded and they were not doing any playoff games. I thought they were out of that. They well, and they should and they shouldn't and they shouldn't. After that whole Green Bay Kansas City debacle and no, then the, that that crew's been involved with a whole bunch of questionable moments over the course of the season. They've had their hands in some in some tough spots and some tough deals. Need to check them uh, offshore accounts. And right, right, right. All that see shit. what they got going on with DraftKings. Man, I, I hear it. Uh, but just to get Stafford, I cannot – I'm trying to wrap my head around the possibility that the Lions get a home playoff game, right, and that Matt Stafford comes in and and sends them – well, they're home, but send, leaves them at home. Sends them home. Sends them back to their houses. That that's ruthless. I mean, that the NFL is... script writers are yes. awesome. Yeah. NFL's <laughs> great job, script writers. I mean, you, you. That's just it's just one of those things that you're like, oh my god, I cannot believe that that played out that way. It's unbelievable. By and, the way, I know he's not going to get it, mm-hmm. but hell of a job by Sean McVay this year. Coaching job. Yeah, I mean, look, they drafted well. They, they did right. They they filled they filled some holes. Um, <laughs> at Puka Nakua is fantastic, uh, and you know they they had some struggles early in the season. I think at one point they were three and five, if I remember correctly. Uh, they were three and five to make the playoffs to be ten and seven. I mean, it's quite a turnaround. Yeah, and some of that is the development of the players. At, you know, McVay deserves some credit. They they just do. Side note, the Cowboys, by the way, and yes, they thrashed Washington, which they should have, okay? The Cowboys, by the way, have beaten three playoff teams. But those three playoff teams are the Struggle Bus Eagles, okay? The Lions, albeit with the caveat that you have the infamous two-point conversion fiasco, Mm-hmm. And again, maybe, maybe Dallas drives down the field or gets a pl- gets a bomb or two. They got a field goal kicker, an ex soccer player that could boot it all over the place. So it's not a guarantee that that the Lions win that game. It's not. But you have that particular game, and then the Cowboys beat the Rams, who at that point, after that loss, were three and five. 
Mm-hmm. Well, the Rams are a better team now. So the Cowboys, it's not like they've got some dominant thing where they've whooped up on a ton of people and they got destroyed. Randy, what was that? What was that 49ers Cowboys score? Oh, you mean that what's it, 42 to 10 <laughs> shit? That was just absolute. <laughs> yes, that one. Um, but the thing is, it's like, it's, <clears throat> it, it was kind of a wake up call for Dallas. So too, when you really think about it, sure, it was one, sure, sure. It was, and CD lamb's been incredible this year. CD oh, lamb's been absolute, phenomenal. Absolutely. Phenomenal. That dude, you have to get him involved right phenomenal. away. Get him, get, you know, get him fired up, heated up and ready to go. And, but the, here, here's the thing that is going to, if anything's going to bite them in the ass in the playoffs, it's going to be what that defense does and how well they keep their composure. Because we've seen, even though, yeah, they've been up, they've been beating teams, guys like Micah Parsons are getting a little too arrogant and too um, just cocky. You see, And you're seeing it on the field and the way they're walking around and the way they're conducting themselves, especially Parsons where... Uh, he, look, he's a hell of a player. He is. He's, he's a but, hell of a player. I, I'm not going to take that away from him. I'm not going right. to take away his athletic ability at all. But I'm. All, but what I will say is, if he's going to act like that, and he and the team comes and smacks him in the mouth, and he can't back it up, I've noticed that that defense wilts under that type of pressure when they can't back up like that. They're boasting of like we're going to stop you no matter what. And is it possible in? And see, this is one of the interesting things that I look at at the mm-hmm. playoffs this weekend is you're looking at a very hungry young team with the Packers, and that offense has been clicking. Mm-hmm. You're seeing Love making some really pretty throws that he wasn't making earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And he's, I mean, he's throwing off his back foot. He's moving around the pocket, doing some very Aaron-like things. And it's, you know, it's going to be a really interesting challenge. It it will be. I tell you what, we're getting a little late, and um, I, I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna have to drop the kids off at school again tomorrow, which means I'm gonna have an, a bonus early morning. So we should. How about we run through these games and we can call our shots. Okay. We don't have to go overly ridiculous with anything, <clears throat> but let's go ahead and call our shots. All right. I believe we we talked about Browns Texans. Randy, you said you're taking the Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, look. I, I I think it's a great story. I like the, what D'Amico Ryan's has done. Unless Joe Flacco was abjectly terrible, which he could be, uh, I'm ta- I'm going to take Cleveland because I I think that I think Cleveland's defense can do. I I just I I think that secondary can match up in a way that, you know, C.J. Stroud is going to have to be incredible. And he could be. He could be. But I, I think that's a, that's a good defense. And the Browns just feel like they got mojo, man. So I, I'm taking Cleveland. I won't be surprised if the Texans win, but I, I think if, if I was – yeah, I'm, I'm taking Cleveland. Mainly because, honestly, I really want to – I really want a Cleveland Browns-Baltimore Browns matchup. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I want the Sex Panther going to take, trying to take down Lamar Jackson. I think that would be so righteous, man. I think that would be incredible. I think it'd be incredible. So I'm taking Cleveland. Shannon, what about you? Um, I can see it going either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll take Cleveland as well. Uh, I just like the defense, Cleveland's defense to yeah. to, to carry the day and Flacco to do 
just enough. And if Cleveland's offensive line can establish a run game, because the Colts ran all over Houston last week, mm-hmm. if they can get you know 100 to 125 on the ground, that's a wrap. And not have any stupid fourth down. Well, let's hope you know if you're Cleveland, you hope it doesn't come down to that. Yeah, but I bet Cle- um, I bet Cleveland would run that damn ball. I bet they would too. Stefanski's <laughs> pretty damn good. He he's in the is, it, coach do you of the think Stefanski is coach of the year? Uh, he him D'Amico Ryan's McVay. They're all right. Yeah, there. I, I, but I think part of this is is when you think about Stefanski. You have to consider I mean, what is what is, Fla- is Flacco their fourth or fifth starting quarterback this He's year? He's their fourth because they started Driscoll last week, which uh-huh. was their fifth. Mm. But Flacco is their guy going forward. Uh, you know, well, Dr- Driscoll was too busy looking at uh, uh, Browning's girlfriend in the bodysuit up in the box. I mean, I, wasn't <laughs> we all? <laughs> I mean, I know. yeah, exactly. It was, it was like. Dude, it's like, dude, good on you, man. Good for you. Holy shit. He's like, my man. My man. (laughs) By the way, AFC North, all teams 500 or better. It was incredible. Yeah. And and wasn't there something about, uh, like, this is the first time that all the the Lake Erie teams made the playoffs? Yes. Um, In the same season. In the same season, yeah. And it was the first time all the teams in a division were over 500 since like 1935, like the West division. It's been a while. Yeah, that's that, that's just wild. That's just it's it's so crazy. Particularly with with Cincinnati's struggle bus, like losing Burrow. I mean, good on them for fighting fighting their way through that. Yeah. But uh, all right, so. Um, Kind of relatively mixed, but mostly, you know, at least three of us, two, two, two Cleveland, one Texas. All right, Dolphins, Chiefs, man. Um, I think the cold weather is such a huge determinant with this. Uh, I, I, I'm not a Miami hater, although it, clearly I, I think in the – I don't know that I would describe Tua as clutch, right? And I, I don't dislike him, uh, and he's had some nice moments, but at the Dolphins – like over the course of the season, as compelling and interesting as that team has been, a they seemed like they were much better earlier in the season, right? Uh, but the other thing is, you know, they haven't fared particularly well against the the higher caliber team. They just haven't. Mm. You know, I'm I'm not saying they're getting throttled by everybody, but um, they've had some tough losses, and and they just haven't done enough against the better teams, and they're beat up. Um, they're going to be missing some players. I mean, obviously Tyreek Hill going back to Kansas City is crazy wild, and the Chiefs from the struggle bus too. The Chiefs are not right, but if if the, if this is a low score and gross beat them up kind of affair, I mean, at home cold weather. I mean, I feel like I have to take the Chiefs, which is it. it normally, I'd say oh, absolutely Kansas City at home. I don't have a high degree of confidence in Kansas City this this postseason, but if it's a if it's a game where it, they don't have to throw it to Kadarius Tony for him to drop it, then right? I mean, you know, you are can, you saying Kadarius Tony drops the ball? Yes, I mean, look, they did it. They did it to the lunch table, and Kadarius Tony does it too. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> it's. <laughs> 
<clears throat> it's perfect. Honestly. <laughs> I, I, God. They don't have to throw it a ton. They just have to be efficient. I, I just, I think they have enough juice. I would be surprised if Miami went to Kansas City in bad weather and took it from them. I'm not going to say they can't do it. I just, I feel like the weather is so gross um, that Kansas City's got enough defense and enough of a running game that they can manage this one and and grind it, uh, grind it on Miami. Now, again, bad bad weather can make weird things happen. It, you know, the kicking game gets screwy. T- you know, you, you might get weird turnovers. Um, so I'm certainly not going to write Miami off, but they're really beat up. And I think the bad weather it might neutralize some of what makes Tyreek Hill so special. But we'll see. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Tua really steps up. Um, I was disappointed uh, with Tua in particular at the end of that that Bills game. And and kudos to the Bills for you know beating them up. And they looked like they were trying to about give it away as as much as uh, Jackson. I still can't. Jackson was so freaking terrible. Trevor Lawrence was terrible. Oh my God! I know he's got some injury stuff going on, but that's just unreal. weren't they eight and three? Wasn't yes. Jacksonville eight and three? How do you miss the playoffs when you're eight and three? That is unreal. Those don't. I love the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars sent out messages about buying playoff tickets and then they missed the playoffs. They're eight and three, <laughs> dude. That's unreal. Unreal. Gross. Um. I just, I don't, you know. Playoffs. Playoffs. I, I, I don't know, man. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of mixed and split on this one, but I, I gotta lean Kansas City in Kansas City in bad weather. I just, I just do. What do you, what do y'all think? Go ahead, Randy. Oh, sorry. Actually, zonked out there for a second. Oh, what? <laughs> Way to go. Ain't it great? He was still thinking about Browning's girlfriend in the bodysuit. I understand. <laughs> okay, okay, you got me. You're not wrong. <laughs> Hard not to, especially when it's just all over social media and you're just like, just, yep, zoom in. Yep, I can see it. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, you taking the Chiefs or Dolphins, bro? I feel like, I don't know. See, this is a tough one because you, even though there's, you know, you got the elements against you, it's, I feel like both teams have something to prove. They do. The Chiefs have just had a really god-awful year for the Chiefs. They have. And the Dolphins kind of feel like they had a game stolen away from them because their special teams kind of failed them. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, this is it's a difficult choice, but I think right now mm-hmm. my lean is going to be the Dolphins just because um, – this should be the type of game I feel like Tyreek would take over mm. as a chance to really stick it to his former team. Yeah. I mean, it's it's an incredible storyline. So maybe Tyreek Hill's over there doing backflips, sliding in the snow. Might be. Might be. All right. You're taking you're, – you're, you're leaning Miami. I'm leaning the Chiefs. What about you, Shannon? Um, If Mike McDaniel – can establish the run mm-hmm. and stick with the run. That's the key is stick with the run. Then Miami has a really good opportunity. Um, I'm not sure about Mostert, but if you if Mostert and 
A-Chan. I thought, A-chain. Mostert, I thought Mostert was out. I, I still like A-Chain better. I do like some A-Chain. Um, I hadn't heard their update on Mostert. Uh, if those two are playing and they stick with the run, then I actually kind of like Miami in that game. But I don't know, man. It's hard to go against Andy Reid at home. I know. I know. It's just hard. Jalen Waddle and Mostert, are, they did practice. They're just both listed as questionable. Yeah. I I think Miami player-wise has the better roster, but hey, give me the experience and Andy Reid for this one. I it, my, it, I feel like this is the you're not a Jedi yet game mm-hmm. to Mike McDaniel. Like mm-hmm. you're good, but you're not Andy Reid good. Mm-hmm. And this will be a nice learning experience for him. Man, I tell you what, dude, with all the retirements and all the coaches getting fired, so help me. If Andy Reid decides to peace out, it's just going to be insane. Bro. I hope he Mm. doesn't. Okay. Next game, uh, Packers-Cowboys on Sunday. Uh, And I said earlier, I think realistically, realistically the Cowboys should win. It's not my rooting interest. Uh, I am biased, but I am going to take Green Bay. In an upset, I'm going to go with hot hand Jordan Love, and um, I hope Christian Watson is, is, is on field and ready to go. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the defense, obviously, um, but I don't trust Dallas. I think they generally are, you know, a little bit of a front runner, and if they <clears throat> if Dallas gets up on you, they're happy to go to town and beat you up. I think this has the potential to be the highest scoring game of the weekend. This could be like the proverbial point explosion, but I think Green Bay can can keep you know. Uh, look, maybe Jordan Love, the hot hand's gone. Who knows? But if they're playing like they have been the past couple of weeks, they should be able to put points on the board. The other thing that I like about Green Bay is if Jones is healthy, he's played very good games against Dallas. Look, Green Bay can run the ball. Uh, they have a ton of wide receivers. I don't know. Uh, you know, it, it, has anybody seen any kind of update on Gilmore? I haven't. Not yet. No, nah, it's okay. We'll find out more. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Deron Bland gets like three pick sixes, right? I'm just kidding. <clears throat> that would be atrocious. My God. That would be if like Sam Howell was in there maybe. But I think Dallas should win the game. But I, I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to take Jordan Love making a statement in the playoffs and uh, just – uh, Dallas not being able to shut them down. I'm worried about Green Bay's defense for sure, but and and Micah Parsons might wreak a lot of havoc. But Jordan Love does have he obviously learned lessons, a lot of lessons from being behind Aaron Rodgers for you know the time that he was, and Rodgers learned a lot from his time behind Favre. So you've got like this interesting history and lineage. It's there. So off-platform movement, off, yeah, just some of the, some of those things are the guys got a little extra oof. So that it would be fantastic to stick it to McCarthy, to stick it to the Cowboys, and get his get his ass fired. I think it would be righteous. So I'm taking Green Bay. Shannon, what you got, bro? I, I kind of feel like you do. It's um, Dallas, quote unquote, should win the game, but in the same respect, I. In my head, if C.D. Lamb gets hurt, Dallas is in a world of trouble. Mm-hmm. 
because I feel like Dak depends on him a little too much. And I know he's got some other weapons. Cooks is starting to step up. Ferguson's stepping up. But if Green Bay can establish that run game with Jones, um, I'm not sure if Dylan's healthy or not. He's but, got that. Th- he's got that thumb issue, but he's he's going to be out there running. But I mean, you establish the run game if you're Green Bay, which absolutely it's the playoffs. You better be establishing the run game to right. move that clock and not and limit Dallas's possessions. Right. And Jordan Love coming on the way he is, I give him more than a puncher's chance. You know what? Screw it. I'll take Green Bay. Wow. Again, I I think Dallas should win the game. But the other thing is, I just I don't trust McCarthy. I don't trust Dallas. And I feel like somehow, some way, they have some moment that need that that the team, the coaching staff, and the players need to be clutch, and they just find a way to hose it. The, the flip side is is CeeDee Lamb could be an absolute monster and, and may, maybe Green Bay just can't deal with CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb go bananas. 100%, mm-hmm. 100% could happen. 100% could happen. But I also think it's it's very easy to, to envision the scenario where they just – there's a clutch – there's a clutchness issue and, and you know, McCarthy going to McCarthy. The clutch don't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they burned it up. Uh, Randy, what you got, bro? Well, I mean, like you guys, I feel like Dallas should win this game just mm-hmm. just from a sheer um, talent standpoint. I should. feel, in, but I also look at you know who's coming in hot, who's you know who's really playing some of their best ball right now, and I feel like Green Bay definitely has been playing better ball than Dallas. Dallas feels like they're just kind of, they're getting up on people, so they're just kind of doing their thing. They're not really pushing as hard as they could. Mm-hmm. With that said, um, obviously, if Green Bay wins, they go to San Francisco. I know, which is gross. That, F you. Well, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Just relax. Um, I'm not Aaron then- Rodgers. Do not tell me to relax. <laughs> 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 I mean, that would be a hell of a lesson for that young team to have to, to learn, let's be honest, yeah. to, to face a physical team like the Niners. Uh, but also, like with Dallas, my friend was telling me how he's like, God, I hope someone beats you guys because there's no way we – he's a Dallas fan. So he's like, no way we could actually come in there and beat you guys in San Francisco. He's he's like has zero confidence in the Cowboys to actually do that if it got to the point of the NFC Championship game. And I was just like, you know, is what it is at this point. So I want to see Green Bay do well just Mm -hmm. because I think Matt hasn't ruined this team for me yet. But you (laughs) you, you, look, man, look, I I know that you're not supposed to be in on the NFL script writers, Randy. You're not supposed to want to have some soul crushing 49ers Green Bay slaughter right. game I'm, I'm like, not, that's I'm not just... looking at it. i am not looking at it as that i just i'm talking about a good character building game beating dallas family present character building beating dallas in dallas think about that it's in dallas too beating <laughs> dallas in dallas yeah that's that's a hell of a an achievement no, in it, of itself it would be. in the playoffs it would be it would be, it would be. And it a huge be. boost for whatever happens the, the following week, whether, you know, they 
sneak one over on the 49ers or end up ending their season. Now, granted, you know, we're not there yet, but it's just, it's, it's a hell of a thing. It's a hell of a way to really help boost the morale of that team going into whatever comes next. Mm-hmm. True. All Where, right. Whereas for Dallas, it's like, if it wasn't for how the 49ers started the downward sprawl for the Eagles mm-hmm. and then Dallas following along as time went on, you know, they wouldn't have won the East. They, you know, pretty much no. the Eagles held the East in, you know, in, you know, those in their hands. All they had to do was win a couple of games and not the East blow was it. Theirs. And what did they do? They blew it. So, you know, uh, you know, they should be thanking, thanking both San Francisco and Philadelphia for just, you know, letting them go do what they need to do to win the East because they were three game, two or three games behind. That's so, not exactly an easily, easily surmountable odds when it comes to yeah. a good team. So are you ta- are you taking Dallas from a from a logistic standpoint? I'll take Dallas, okay. but I still think it would be really cool to just a watch Dallas fans melt down be if great. Green Bay beats them. It'd be great because that that's always a, that's always a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know one of my favorite pl- favorite playoff games of all time was when uh, Favre was with the Vikings and they went and they kicked the absolute shit out of Dallas. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite playoff games ever, dude. I love that non Super Bowl. One of my favorite non Super Bowl playoff games was that. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was on my DVR for years. Actually, I think it was on my DVR until I had to trade my DVR box in. Oh. <laughs> that was great. All right, so we got to we 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 have uh, we we like punchers chance Packers. Dallas should win, but. Green Bay's got a pretty good shot at it. That should be a fun. That should be a fun watch. Should be. All right, Steelers Bills. Um, another gonna another bad weather game. Which both of these teams can deal with bad weather for sure. Uh, no TJ Watt problematic. Mason Rudolph. It's. I'm glad they finally figured out they should start him to go with him. George Pickens has has been coming around. Um, the weather is so crappy. This could be so ugly that that I think helps Pittsburgh out, honestly. But that being said, the Bills are on a mission. I, I I'm gonna be shocked if the Bills take a first after all they had to do to fight to get back into the playoffs to come back and win their division to be the two seed. I mean, my gosh, um, they're really good at home. Their fan the fan base is gonna be rocking. They're gonna be like tables they might be jumping on tables in the stands in the middle of this game. Who knows, man? <laughs> They're gonna be doing shots of fireball. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's tables gonna, might be on fire. That, you never the, know. The, the, yeah, the, you know what? They might be doing fireball shots into the cooters. They might be doing fireball cooter scooters onto the tables. Could oh my goodness. It might be. Might be. Uh I got I gotta take Buffalo. You know, I mean, the Steelers needed help to get in. Way to way to blow Jacksonville, but um, I I, I got to take both at home. Bad weather. Josh Allen, I just I, you know, Cook has been has been has delivered a couple of times. I think they're on a mission, and I think um, you know, they had they had they've had their bad press. They've had their criticism. It it might be ugly enough that the Steelers can steal it, but I, I think Buff, Buffalo should win this game, and I'm going to take the Bills. I'll take Buffalo as well. Yeah. What about you, Randy? Uh, I'm definitely taking Buffalo. I, I feel like 
that win against the Dolphins kind of really kind of helped that team, mm-hmm. uh, especially since bad Josh Allen showed up for most of that bad game. Josh Allen, um, yeah. And then he and then he kind of went away, and that team just eventually kind of got what they needed to do. And granted, the special teams play helped a huge amount. Huge. But, oh, that turned the game. That turned the game. Oh, when, yeah. they, when they got that no that doubt. that that return for the touchdown, it turned the game, hundred percent. But. Yeah, I feel like that really helped them, and I think they're in the right they're in the right headspace now. You're at home, you you know you're playing. I mean, yeah, is the defense good for the Steelers? Sure, but we don't know what they're like without T.J. Watt. Not against a team like they're not the good. They're, they're I think they're again. I think they're like one in ten or one in eleven without Watt. So yeah, Big it's difference. hard. It's hard to deny that the Bills probably are easily going to win that game. I don't know if I'd say easily, but yeah. I'll, I'll take Buffalo. All right, Rams Lions. I I don't know that I'd call this a toss up game, but I can 100 percent see Matt Stafford and the Rams going in there and just finding a way to steal this because that would be so fitting for the heartbreak that is fandom of Lions fans, right? That 100 percent feels like that's the way this is gonna go. Uh, I am pulling for the Lions. I'm not I'm not anti Rams. I'm not anti Stafford, but I think the more interesting story angle, quite frankly, is Detroit um, in this particular case. Um, so I, I don't necessarily think it's a toss up game per se, but I think the Rams are very capable of stealing this and Matt Stafford's not going to be, I mean, he's going to be walking it's like, you know, he knows the stadium, he knows the crowd, he knows that place. So I don't think that's going to be a problem for him, uh, in any capacity. Quite frankly, I think this comes down to, to one very, one very critical component. Do we get bad Jared Goff? And if we get mm-hmm. bad, if we get bad, bad, bad Jared Goff and good Matt Stafford, the Rams win this. Jared, oh, yeah. Go- Jared Goff has to be legit. He should be motivated. Um, and again, it, you know, his grievance shouldn't necessarily be with Stafford, right? But there should be some salt here. There should be some salt here for Jared Goff. But if he's a dumpster fire, I mean, Jared Goff's also the kind of guy that could have like you know, four picks and a fumble, right? He could be out there seeing Sam Darnold ghosts or some crap. You never know, man. Uh, I think they'll, they're going to miss Laporta. It's a shame. It's a shame he got hurt. It's a shame he got hurt. But I want to take the Lions. I want to believe in the Lions, at certainly at least in the first round. Um, I like Dan Campbell. It'd be nice to see them, you know, get a home playoff win for that crowd. They should be loud and obnoxious, and you should see Stafford, Detroit. You know, there, there should be no problem if they're wearing a Stafford Lions jersey. It's okay. That's all you got, man. Rock that thing. Um, but I, I'm taking Detroit, but I'm very, very leery on this one. I think the Rams can 100% steal this. I am worried about bad Jared Goff rearing his head. Uh, but I am pulling and taking for the Lions. Or I'm pulling for the Lions, and I'm taking them because of that. Should be a good game. I am pulling for the Lions, but no Laporta equals big problem. Rams mm-hmm. come in and take it. Mm. All right, Rams Rams steal it. Uh, Randy, what do you think? So this is going to be yeah, – it's it's a strange game just because it's – I think it's a lot more evenly matched than a lot of people are thinking. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually, actually going to pull for the Lions on this one. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, recently in an interview, Goff was talking about how this trade is going to forever haunt him. 
Like he mm-hmm. felt, he just, he clearly feels slighted by it. And I think that can be an extra motivator for him to actually just kind of step things up a little bit. Should be. Plus, plus if they can get the running game going, they should be fine. I know it's not, it's no small feat to do that against the Rams, but they do have the backs capable of doing it. Well, look, they better control the clock and control the end because I tell you what, man, I remember in fantasy football years past having Stafford because you'd be like, all right, through three quarters, it's terrible. But you know the fourth quarter is going to be a stat padding shit show. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, and, and, and I can 100% see Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Matt Stafford being motivated. Man, like you, They're going to have to control the clock, and they're going to have to put – the Lions are going to have to put the Rams down. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know that I trust them. I trust Dan Campbell, per se. Uh, hopefully you don't have any officiating shenanigans. Um, but, yeah, I think not having Laporta is going to hurt them quite a bit. Um, I don't fault them for playing them. It's just, that's football. Sometimes people get hurt. It's just a shame. The crowd's going to be rocking. The stadium's going to be loud. But mm. and what was your final decision, Randy? Oh, I'm just going to go Detroit, Detroit just because I feel like there's um, – Goff's got a lot to prove, and I mm-hmm. feel like he's going to play with a chip on his shoulder. All right, fair. All right, Eagles-Bucks. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before. Look, I don't trust Baker Mayfield. Man, you, we were talking about bad Jared Goff. You get bad Baker Mayfield, man. That, that This game that could just be awful. The Eagles are a mess. The Bucks, you can't trust them. They played that ugly, weird game against the Panthers – where the Panthers technically, like, they had, like, two touchdowns wiped out by, <laughs> like, crap. Uh, but that that play to get, was it DJ Chark that was running in and diving for the end zone mm-hmm. uh, when the dude popped it out? I mean, that that was an incredible play. That's a lot it's of hustle. It's Winfield, man. Yeah, that was a lot of hustle. I don't I don't know, man. That, uh, I, I think I would rather see Tampa Bay win, um, A, because it's the Eagles, so, pff, of course. But – uh, I think I think the Buccaneers have a more interesting ceiling than the Eagles do. Now, look, if Philly comes out and this is if they finally put it all together, right? Okay, fine, fair. But I don't trust that. I don't trust that. I don't trust Baker Mayfield, but the Eagles are a mess. And I, I just don't know that they can clean up enough stuff. And then how healthy is everybody? How healthy is Hurts? How healthy is AJ Brown and the Slim Reaper? How healthy are they? Uh, I don't trust them. I don't like. I don't like the Bucks, but I don't trust Philly. So I hate to take Tampa. I hate to take Tampa Bay, dude. <laughs> I really do. But I think I got to take the Bucks. I don't know. We'll see if the Eagles surprise. If the Eagles play legitimately, show up and play their best game, Philly wins. But they haven't played their best game all season, so what's the likelihood they're going to do it now? Not good. Give me Tampa. Shannon? I like the refs in this game to uh, screw (laughs) someone over. Somebody. It'll happen. (sighs) Yeah, this this game is gross. I'll, I'll take the hot team of the two. I'll take Tampa. Is this the least watchable game of the weekend? Yeah. Without a doubt. It, right. It's it, it's the toilet bowl of the playoffs. <laughs> nice. Although I will watch it because the Manning cast will be on and they'll sort of make it somewhat oh. enjoyable. 
Well, they got to so. they got to slap a fat head of somebody up for them, you know, making their touchdown I, prediction. Call. I mean, every time yeah. they're on there, Peyton has his special drink, so I'm sure. Oh that'll my god. Be- for the, at least be a rock garden. Can we please get Bill Belichick on the Manning cast on Monday oh, night? Oh, dude, that would be, be amazing. amazing. That would be so Belichick, good. Belichick, Saban, and Pete Carroll. Dude, I, I would, I would crack the f up if, I, like, I know Whitfield in the group chat was talking about, oh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Saban will, will go back to the NFL. And I'm like, no, dude, he's gonna go boating, <laughs> golfing. Uh, Maybe Belichick could go to, you know, Belichick's not going to college, man. He ain't got no patience for that crap. I I could see it when Belichick is done with the NFL, the only thing I could see him doing is going to the Naval Academy. Mm -hmm. Like, right, I could 100% see that. That would be cool. That would be very neat. Outside of that, he wants that record, dude. He wants that record. But I, I I would love Bill Belichick rolling up on a Manning cast. That would be absolutely incredible. Oh, that would get some ratings. Oh my god, are you kidding? Particularly if he's loosened up a little bit. Holy moly, that would be great. I would, Maybe he should have one of those special cups too. He might. Well, yeah. <laughs> only way you're going to get him on the Manning cast is probably if you give him a, a, a special cup. By the way, did you see? Did you hear this bit in the? In the um, he the, how he opened his opened the press conference. Yeah, here I'm gonna Uh-oh. I'm gonna play it for you. All right, morning. Seen as many cameras since we signed Tebow. <laughs> Belichick up there with jokes. I haven't seen as many cameras since we signed Tebow. I thought it was great. He's probably not wrong. No, he's not wrong. That was a madhouse. Absolutely bananas. All right, <laughs> is, is anybody taking Philly? I mean, I'm... I can't in all good conscience just because of just how piss poorly they've been playing. Yeah, right. I mean, it just doesn't. No. The numbers don't math. The the numbers, the numbers don't math. Yeah, that, that's right. a, that's Billy's about right. up thirty one points in December. Mm-hmm. Tampa gave up sixteen. Baker's playing at a decent level. Jalen broke a finger. He hasn't even thrown a ball at all this week. <sighs> Bruh. I mean, it it feels like Philly's taking like the walk of shame playoff exit, doesn't it? A little yeah. bit. I mean, that's what it, it feels does. like. It, it that's, does. That's just what it feels like, man. I, I don't know. Maybe they have one big old battle left in them to to squeak past Tampa. But it, you know, to me, the, if they win one, that's as far as I expect them to get, for sure. But yeah, that finger AJ Brown being beat. I, yeah, I, I just I don't trust them. I mean. I don't trust Baker Mayfield for squat either. Really? I don't. I mean, bad ba- bad Baker is awful. But you get good Baker and this mess they have going on in Philly. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And they just got the, they got the Giants stomped a mud hole in them. What the hell? How are you going to actually play your players and then look like you didn't play your players? Seriously? Come on, man. You know what? Uh, Jalen Hurts just broke out his lank jewelry. He says, let a naysayer know Philly's going to win this game. Let a naysayer know. <laughs> By the way, arguably, arguably my favorite clip of my favorite clip of the week. Yes. 
Jalen Milrow often wears his own branded apparel reading LANK across the front. It's an acronym that stands for Let a Naysayer Know. Being told by his former offensive coordinator, that Bill O'Brien. That is not what I thought. Is that not what you thought? Boy, let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. Of course. The professional's right in the middle of his lead. That's all right. I just keep I thought going. you almost lost me. Yeah. <laughs> Tight up here, as you were. I you <laughs> <laughs> Reese, you were too smooth with that. I thought it was going down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought it was going down out here. Oh, sorry. Let a naysayer know. Let a naysayer know. No. That's what we thought the whole time. That's what we all thought. <laughs> Brilliant clip. Jalen Milrow often wears. Yeah, let a naysayer know. That's right. Bro, Galloway was in tears. Oh, oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. It was nuts. (laughs) It was nuts. That was phenomenal. Okay, but we're all just taking Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which means Philly's going to win. Which means Philly Philly will win. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I, I just, I don't, if Philly finds a way to win, good on them. But I, I just don't, I don't have any confidence they're going to put it together, man. I just, I just don't, I just don't, I don't trust them. It's, it's, it's so strange, man. I don't trust Dallas because I don't trust McCarthy, and I just, they're, they're weird. But Philly just hasn't been the team we expected. Again, they squeaked by a ton in the beginning of the year, and they haven't on the back half. I just don't see how that changes, particularly after they got embarrassed. They got embarrassed by the Giants. The Giants. The Giants were a mess, and the Giants embarrassed them. Yep. I I don't – I just – I don't know that you can recover enough and if they're healthy enough. Like, Philly wins if, if, if Baker Mayfield is a dumpster fire, right? But outside yes. of that, I don't know. Maybe they keep it ugly. Maybe they muddy it up. And uh, they keep close. I mean, who knows? I mean, Tampa, Tampa Bay is far from flawless for sure. But the flip side is Tampa Bay, man. The wide receivers they have, Mike Evans, probably. I mean, they could get that score could get dangerous in a hurry. And I certainly, mm-hmm. if they get up on Philly by fourteen or seventeen, I do. I do not like where the where Philly has been. <laughs> that is some kind of bad. Also, look, uh, before I forget, I meant to mention this earlier, but my God, if you're a Patriots fan, how gross is it that the Jets gave Belichick his final loss as the Patriots coach? That's so gross. Did they leave a, nap- Did they leave a napkin for him? Hmm? Did they write an L on a random napkin and leave it there? I don't know. Just asking for a friend. <laughs> so, anyway. All right, uh, we need to get out of here. Uh, yeah, let's wrap it we, up. We, we went later than I anticipated, but again, that's just about what always happens. So, all right, gents. Well, look, here's to a great, uh, a, a great wild card weekend, some fantastic football. We'll circle back on a couple of things. Um, Christmas was fun and happy new year, uh, to both of you and to everybody listening. Um, welcome to 2024, baby. Hoorah. Good times. Got any wrap up thoughts, gentlemen? Nah, I'm just ready for some football weekend. Yeah, here's to some exciting playoff football. Yep, yep, yep. And let's just hope that uh, 
some of these games are better than what we saw in some of the bowl games from college. Mm. <laughs> well, unless we get At least the pop- these guys can't opt out. <laughs> exactly. True. Uh, who knows? Maybe maybe uh, maybe the pop tart will show up. That'd be great. Oh, that would be tremendous. That would that that would make that would make wild card weekend, man. It's one of two things: either Carl Lewis sings the national anthem, or we got the pop tart. <laughs> one of the two. Is oh, that the pop tart going into a toaster? Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. But anyway, who, who was the four hundred pound dude for Green Bay back in the day? Oh, um, he did the grave digger, um. Gilbert Brown? Yes. Yeah. If Gilbert Brown is anywhere near that Pop Tart, that Pop Tart is done. Pop Tart gone, dude. Oh yeah, no doubt. Yeah. It is ball game. Yeah, six two three forty. Old Gilbert Brown, man. Mm-hmm. Bro was thick. Yes, he was. Who is the grave digger on the Packers? Gilbert Brown. Man, that that was a big dude that. He filled some gaps. Hashtag, that's what she said. <laughs> Shannon, that was for you. Thank you, sir. And you know what? That feels like that's my cue. Fuck him. Whoa. Oh. Uh-oh. Anyway. All right, gentlemen. Go get some rest. It's fun to hanging out. Uh, uh, fun hanging out. Fun catching up. And uh, here's to a great weekend of football. But uh, until next time, you know, as always, you know how we do, man. When you enjoy some beverages, enjoy some laughs and um just a let a naysayer know and uh sun's out guns out but it's not uh no no balls at the lunch table fellas okay just <laughs> do me that favor would you let it go <laughs> let it go <laughs> you said balls mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh whitfield's awake hairy balls Oh no! Did did it all for the Wookie man. But you know who would have had a great. You know who would have had the best view of lunch table balls would have been Mark. Eat shit, wolf. Short as that. Oh no! Short as that guy is. Anyway, no. (laughs) Right? Oh, no. <laughs> it was Elton John glasses. No! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, Keyword is sports and brew as always. Home feed on Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, iTunes. You can find us all over the place, man. Um, enjoy the weekend. Have fun. And hopefully we'll catch up next week. But in- until then, as we like to say, good night now. <laughs> Keep your balls in check, friends. <laughs> <laughs> See you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh, uh, what's in the box? Oh. <laughs> well, if you really want to know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hot potato, hot potato, potato, hot potato. That's for you, Randy. Oh my god, all this talk about balls and I cannot believe nobody brought up Todd cuz I you, with, how do you have all these balls without a reach around? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> a lot of ball talk, man. <laughs> no, we're kidding. Todd, we missed maybe you. maybe Todd will have a good uh, lunchroom story since he had three boys.
Oh my God! We should ask him if his if any of the boys went balls, you know, free balling at the lunch table when they were in elementary school. <laughs> we got to remember to ask him that, Todd. That's that's uh, that's our homework. So if we text you randomly and are like, "Hey, did any of the three boys go free balling at the lunch table?" Then you'll understand why. <laughs> anyway, from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend and uh, peace out and good night now. Later, friends. All right, good night, bro. Get some rest, gents. Good night. Hi guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> <laughs>